Look at what we have here. This is most interesting. Maybe a, a dream match for a lot of folks. Certainly would be for me. If Moxley spoiler for a fight, he may not have to wait long. It seems like those hammer and anvil elbows, Moxley realized that Brian Daniels and the American Dragon has taken an outsized interest in Moxley since his return to action here. Brian's so good at playing mind games. Uh, one of the best, if not the best. Moxley's adrenaline's flowing. His heart is pumping. He's just been through a pretty, pretty Damn solid right. match, man. Yes, sir. But I gotta be honest. Do you guys wanna see us fight? Yes. That's what I gotta be honest about. You know, for a long time, I wanted to see us fight too. Because you were different. I wanted to see what you had. But since you've come back, we've seen a new John Moxley. Everybody, give it up for John Moxley. And to see deep inside of me, there's always been a part of me that wanted to test you. Because I saw you from where I was before. I was watching you. I was watching you as the AEW World Champion. And I don't care what anybody says, you were the best AEW World Champion. And if you had a little support, I think you would still be AEW World Champion. And that's when I realized, that's when I realized that John Moxley and Brian Danielson shouldn't be fighting. We, we should be fighting together. Wow. How about that? Not a bad idea. You see, here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I know everybody here loves AEW. I get it. I get it, right? I get it. But there is no reason why some millennial cowboy should be the AEW world champion. There is no reason why somebody dressed as a dinosaur should be an AEW World Tag Team Champion. There is no reason why somebody whose main contribution to society is creating a vlog should be the TNT Champion. Listen, Mox, together, together, you and me, we could run this place. Whatever we wanted, 
If you wanted to be AEW World Champion, you can be AEW World Champion with me. If we wanted to be AEW World Tag Team Champions, we could be AEW World Champions together. If we wanted to take some of these young guys, somebody like Wheeler Yuta, you see, he's, he's coming out here with jokes. He's coming out here with Orange Cassidy, with Danhausen. What if we took somebody like Wheeler Yuta under our wings? What if we took somebody like Daniel Garcia away from 2.0 and we mentored him? What if we took somebody like Lee Moriarty instead of, instead of, instead of him being around Matt Seidel and Dante Martin with his high-flying bull crap, what if we took him under our wings? and we trained the future of professional wrestling together. Like it or not, there's a lot of truth in what yeah. things told. I, I did not expect this at all. Not at all. This is a very compelling offer being laid out by Brian Danielson. You see, even if they don't like me, they like what I'm talking about right now. So John, I know this is a lot to put on your plate right now, so you don't have to answer right now. I just want you to think about it. I want you to think about the possibilities. I want you to think about all the positive things we can do. I want you to think about the greatness that we can create. And the legacy that you want to leave. Provocative dialogue, to Big say the least. Man extending his hand. You know, Excalibur, he makes a lot of sense. I, I imagine a world where John Moxley and Brian Danielson listen, listen, are a listen. tag team. I know, I know that's a lot of pressure. Why don't you think about it? A lot to think about for John Moxley. This is the pro wrestling shoot. This is the pro wrestling shoot. Here we go again. This is the pro wrestling. Show. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Show. It's about to get exciting. Show. How long is this going to last? Bro. What's going on, everybody? I am Jesse Carter. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Join with me, as always, my co-host, James Spinard Jr. James, the fuck is going on, man? What is going on, my friend? We're getting closer and closer to Roseland. We're already in February. 13 days away as they're hearing this, man. That's fucking awesome. I cannot wait. 
uh, exciting times, man. This is uh, our first wrestling. Well, actually, not your first wrestling event. You've been to Defy since we went to SummerSlam, but this is my mm-hmm. first wrestling event since SummerSlam. Yes, it's uh, and flying as well. First time for me. It's uh, going to be a new experience. Um, and yeah, wrestling. I haven't been to a wrestling show besides Defy and SummerSlam. That was the last time, and that was some time ago. Yeah, and I, I promise you that this prestige will be worth flying over for. Um, this is going to be way better than that Defy show that you went to. It had a, had a few big names. Awesome. I'm sure it was an awesome card, but, dude, this fucking show is jam-packed. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to expect. And, dude, just because it says what it says on the card and the people that were going to get there, knowing William, there's some surprises in store. Um, there's going to be a lot of shit that happens at this Roseland that I don't think people are ready for. Oh, yeah, easily. I got that kind of... Uh look from him of like hey there's gonna be more more in stay tuned i can't tell you guys now but yeah, just just yeah, wait no. till you get to the show so uh, i wouldn't uh, want him to tell me anyway i want to be no a i spectator want the just because just because we yeah. are are sponsoring this event i don't want any inside knowledge dude i think that would be the same way as if i was doing broadcasting for a wrestling company you know what i mean don't tell me shit i know a lot of the the big name broadcasters they all say that kind of stuff you know like like jim ross he's famous for saying i don't want to know the finish i don't want to know i want to be just as surprised as anybody else when i'm watching it that's how i would want to be dude like don't fucking ruin mm-hmm. something i yeah. love like G- I wa- give me a thrill you know <laughs> give me give me like some sort of like you know, we don't get that in wrestling no more. Now it's just spoiled because I've stated a number of times social media has been a big difference. Yeah. Just just give me just give me like a, you know, what's gonna happen next week. Um just just don't spoil it. Just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you, man. There's a there's a lot of stuff that we're doing. A cliffhanger. Uh, if yes. a cliffhanger, oh, yeah, if you will. That, that's good. what would be much better. And I'm sure there's gonna be a cliffhanger in store for for Rosalind just because they're doing a Rosalind three. Um, it's supposed to be a pretty big event. I know they got Scotty too hottie and fucking, uh, oh, who else was on that? Charlie, I think Charlie Haas is somewhere no, around Charlie the Haas lines. is coming to Richland. Um, he may be announced for, for Roseland three as well. I know he's coming to Richland and to Hermiston, but, um, who else? Oh my God. I feel terrible. <sighs> um, I know. Oh, uh, Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton is also Ricky scheduled Morton, for, yes. for, uh, Roseland three along with, uh, some famous uh, Tokyo Joshi pro wrestlers coming down. The cutest in the world. Yes. Will be in three. Yes. And he also, he, um, he also got Brian cage for March 13th for among the living, which is a big one. So I'm hoping that he brings Brian cage to Richland. Um, I've met Brian cage before, but I want to talk to him. Like, I just, I just want to talk to him like, dude, what the fuck? Like if, if there was ever a ball dropped in AEW, it was on Brian cage. I feel like man, Brian cage is, I don't know, man. I feel like he, he could have been something special for that company. Yeah. They just laid the egg with him. And I don't know if politics got involved and his wife got involved. That caused him heat. And, uh, I've noticed prestige just like once someone's an open market, that's it. You snap at a finger. Hey, you know, let me get numbers to your agent. You know, let's work out a deal. So, uh, yeah, Brian Cage is a very interesting one that I would like to hear from of what happened over there. You know, what, 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 you just like disappeared all of a sudden and then here you are in prestige. So, yeah, let's see where that goes. Yeah. Um, so we're doing YouTube now, James, YouTube, Twitch, all that stuff. We're doing live streams now. Um, 
I'm pretty excited about it. We've already done two live streams. By the time you guys are hearing this, the next one is about to drop tomorrow. I don't know if we're going to do a live stream or if we are going to just uh, do a video. A video will be posted on Tuesday regardless. Um, not sure what we're going to do yet. I know what I plan on doing to war as we get closer to WrestleMania, and that is um, our probably our what top top five or top ten WrestleMania moments. Yes, yes, and there's a lot of, you know, WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl of WWE for them. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a very interesting discussion. We're probably going to have some similarities and some that we just, like, go our own direction. Like, oh, we like this, we like that. We also like to hear the the fans' inputs about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I just got a text from Conrad Cushman. He's listening to last week's episode. Hopefully he doesn't get so pissed off about how... uh, how negative I was towards AEW. <laughs> Sorry about that, Conrad. <laughs> um, I, I feel bad. I apologize to all the AEW fans, man. I'm an AEW fan myself, and I listened back to that episode. And I was like, damn, I, was I in a bad mood, or I just did not enjoy this Dynamite very much? I don't know. I kind of shit on it, and I, I didn't. That wasn't my intention. <laughs> it was not my intention to. Shit hey, on that, it. that's the point. That's you know, you just gotta be, uh, just gotta say what you gotta say. You know, some people are gonna take things one way some people can take the others you know it's just how it is so let's debate about it i'm not here to argue i'm just hey that's what i didn't like if you liked it okay you know we'll agree to disagree yeah absolutely man so yeah anyway like i said before we're we're, we're doing some some youtube stuff i'm pretty excited about it uh Streamyard has made our lives a lot easier <laughs> than i think we needed that for 2022 StreamYard yeah, was yeah. just like our savior. Yeah, dude. Um, it, it's so it's so nice to be able to put visuals on the screen in such a fancy way, <laughs> and um, you know, just just a clean presentation, man. I I, mm, I gotta admit easily. when I when I first the thought of paying for StreamYard, I was like, that's a little bit ridiculous to pay for something that I can edit in because I am pretty good at editing videos. I just don't really have the time to as much and you know what i think that Streamyard was definitely worth the money just because now it saves me time on editing i don't have to edit none of this stuff my roadcaster pro comes in so clear um to uh, audio wise for the recording mm-hmm. that i don't even have to edit the song the sounds um your voice your microphone comes in crisp crisp and clear um i'm really happy with the audio i'm really happy with the visuals i'm i'm I, I love it, man. It gives me all the free free reign to do whatever I want because I'm very, I don't know, I, I'd like to say I'm pretty good at, at creating graphics and stuff like that. So creating the graphics was never really an issue for me. It's just uh, the video editing process in itself is just so tedious and then rendering videos and all that other stuff. When StreamYard, you can do it all in real time and I actually just enjoy that so much more. Dude. Yeah. It's a new experience that it just makes life a lot damn easier. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just something with StreamYard and then the interaction, like, you know, we're obviously doing live streams, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. It's, it's for myself, I used to be one of those people that go on there and, you know, involve myself with the chat. Now we're in the other person's shoes. So I, I like that visualization. I want to hear it, people's input. I want to discuss it with you and discuss it with them, hear their opinions. You know, that that's that's what I love about that. And uh yeah, like we said, we already did two and we got many more to come and you know, just I love to I love this I just love the wrestling community and the discussions we have and debates and 
everything else about it. You know, the interaction is very, very good for the for wrestling in general. Yeah, you know, like doing the podcast like this is, is always fun for me, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with just uh, me and you kicking back and and, and giving our opinions on shit. But when it comes down to uh, doing the live streams and and fans popping in and interacting, dude, it makes the job so it's a whole different experience. And I I never I guess I took that for granted before, and um, yeah, it's fun, man. I, I hope everybody popped continues to pop in the the chats and discuss with us. Last week we did a review on Royal Rumble and Monday Night Raw. It's the first time that we watched Raw, <laughs> the whole three hours of Raw. Probably in a couple of years. Usually I catch the Hulu version where it's dumbed down to about an hour and a half, and I, I like it better that way. But, um, yeah, not all the time are we going to be doing review shows, guys. We actually don't even like to do review shows. I just thought that because the Royal Rumble is one of our favorite events that we would pop on there. And because we did the the, the stream on Monday, um, it was a couple of days after the Rumble, so I still wanted to stay relevant to to the topic at hand, so we decided to throw Monday Night Raw in there as well because um, I didn't want to be too late to the party, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's better it was to, just to talk around town, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, once again, that's not going to happen all the time. I really like the discussion that we had about WWE 2K22. I feel like we're going to do more videos on WWE 2K22 as soon as we hear more. I'd also like, as soon as we get any news on AEW, uh, you can bet that we are going to be doing a live stream on AEW to have people come in there and talk about the AEW game. Uh, even Virtual Basement, man, the the wrestling code. I like talking about video games and stuff that's not necessarily going on in promotions right now. It's just uh, video game talk and or whatever else, man. Like once Dark Side of the Ring kicks up, I feel like we should talk. We should cover uh, live streams after each episode of Dark Side of the Ring. I feel like that would be pretty fun. Have fans come in and talk about that. Um, anything, man. Uh, even, even Heels. When Heels Season 2 comes back, I definitely want to cover that on on our YouTube channel and and talk about that. Uh, just anything that's that's relevant to what people like to talk about, I guess. I don't want to just come on there and review every week of wrestling <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. It, it just gotta switch it up. Don't you know? Like, don't do the same aftermath of hey, let's talk about after like they already do that on WWE television as is. Like, hey, we do what is the Smack Talk or Raw Talk? You know, we let's switch it up. There's other things like watching a live wrestling show. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about, like you said, heels is another one. Or obviously pay-per-views and are a different function. WrestleMania, the Raw after, that's a different thing. But, we're you know, we're trying to change our landscape of going, you know, beyond instead of doing the typical things. You know, there's, like we said, number of times, there's so many streams. There's so many people that talk about the same thing. We want to be that different side of it. And, you know, hey, come over here. We're not talking about, you know, what happened on this show. We're talking about whatever whatever we have on our mind you know wrestling games whatever there is out there yeah absolutely man and before we get into anything else man if you guys are not already following us on social media please do so uh we love to interact with everybody so we we post stupid shit all the time we post uh, relevant stuff all the time i mean uh we we give updates on what we're doing here at the here at the podcast and, the, and here at the brand of the pro wrestling shoot uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Guys, also go and subscribe to our Twitch and YouTubes. Uh, Twitch is at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, and YouTube is just the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Uh, go subscribe to those, man, so you can catch these videos, hop in our live chats, discuss with us. Uh, we throw up comments. 
Um, so yeah, we love the participation. Also, follow us on Twitter at TPWS Podcast because that's where most of our posts are being done at. Um, Instagram, I don't really do too many posts except for promotion. So anything promoting uh, what we're doing, I do post there. But Twitter, um, I kind of just tweet about whatever. <laughs> so uh, anything wrestling related for the most part, man. So yeah, just go follow us on our socials, man. And make sure that you hit those subscribe buttons on YouTube and Twitch. Give you that little click sound right there. I love this Roadcaster Pro, man. It's so fun to fuck around with. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude. So a lot of shit happened in wrestling this week. Obviously, we're coming. We're you know, last week we had uh, the Royal Rumble, um, and uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. We're not going to get too much into that. If you guys want to hear what we thought about Monday Night Raw with Ronda Rousey's return, obviously by the time you guys are hearing this, Raw is tonight. So we're we're basically talking about last week's Raw. Um, yeah, I mean. Ronda Rousey's return, meh. Becky Lynch, fucking star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, um, go watch our, you know, we obviously discussed this already, but yeah, pretty much a UFC takeover. <laughs> That's pretty much how to sum it up. <laughs> yeah, man, and like I said on the stream, dude, they said that they were opening the forbidden door. They didn't say which fucking company was coming through, and it's time <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he gets the contract <laughs> <laughs> hey dude i'd be okay with it <laughs> you know buffer's... what's next bellator's coming in i mean <laughs> you got you got bruce buffer and michael buffer man two of the greatest fucking announcers that ever walked the face of this planet so i would have no problem with either one of those guys coming to the wrestling world on uh on that note man i guess we'll get into the dirt here in this next segment guys stick around uh the what if that we have later on today is going to be a lot different than every other what if that we've done uh today's what if is actually going to be full fantasy booking we're not going to be adding you know what if what would this match look like what would this match look like uh in AEW today no it's it this is going to be a legit what if uh episode I want to have fun with this one, so that's what we're going to do, man. What if Scott Hall never invaded the WCW? We're going to get into that here later on in this broadcast. Stick around. Yo, what's going on? Finally. We have you three together. We've been waiting to have a sit-down for the longest time. Come in and have a seat. Come on in, Mr. Beanyard. How's it going? Mr. Carter, good to see you. Yep, yep. Wait, where the fuck is Chris? Oh, my God, this motherfucker's on a Zoom. Are you serious? Really? This is so typical. Man, just shut up. I don't got to be there. I'm the fucking star. And first off, God damn it. I want to let you, what? No, fuck, fuck that. I want to let you motherfuckers know right off the bat. Hey, can you, can you shut the fuck up for a second? Why the fuck ain't you here? Yeah. What the fuck? Be a man. I'm the fucking star. I don't have to be there. You ain't shit. I got, I got other business. I got my fucking trill talk music. I'm trying to get off the ground. You know, I got some important shit I'm taking care of. But as for right now, I'm on business. this fucking Zoom, and I just want to say right off the bat, put some respect on my fucking name. 
What is, All three of y'all. What is this? When my name comes up, respect it. Why does this sound familiar? And I ain't gonna say it no more. What the Kanye? Put some respect on my fucking name, man. And I ain't gonna say it no more. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Let's let's hurry this fucking meeting up. I'll deal with this fucking jobber. Sure you that we're all about respect here, Mr. Williams. So just yeah, calm down and we'll get started. All right, that's cool. Yo, why why the fuck is your voice sounding like that? It's none of your concern. All you need to know is that my voice is disguised for reasons beyond our control. Now, are we ready okay. to just saddle up and get ready to do this meeting? Because this is the problem right now. We need to get you and Chris and James all on the same page here. What? <laughs> well, I mean, we can't even get on the same page because you can't even get this motherfucker to stand in for a meeting. He's on a Zoom call like a bitch. Bro, I, I, motherfucker, I told you the shit that I got to do. You know, I got important shit to take care of. You know, I got two, three women that require me to fucking lend my attention at all fucking times. I can't be everywhere. Fuck, man. We're supposed to take this serious? Really? You better take it serious, motherfucker. Like, see, this is the shit I'm talking about, man. This is the shit I'm talking about right here. All right now, boys. All right now. Calm down. Calm it down. Uh, Hey, let's have some order to this meeting here. James, Jesse, I know he has provoked you on several occasions. Several. You guys have done things to him as well. Seriously? Yeah. James, is there anything that we can do to work this out between you and Chris? Because it seems like the main problem is between you two. (laughs) Jesse, I know that... I know that you still stay in contact with him every now and then. Yeah, maybe you can get him to stop I, pissing I on your trophies. You're not having the best of times with him either. Hell I no. I mean, is there a way that we can put this behind us, James? In his act, in his act, professional act, like you know, not a bitch. For God's sake, show up, show up. This is ridiculous. Like, what the hell? Tell, tell, tell me how you really time. feel, James. I mean, now's like, the time that we get this all off our chest. Just fucking go yeah, ahead and tell the, the network how you feel. Yeah, here's the thing, Mr. Anonymous. Chris used to be a good friend of ours. All of a sudden, jumped on the wagon when we joined the network. Now he's acting like a POS. He's been having this hatred against me for the longest time. Keep fucking with us. Keep fucking with our segments. Of course, we're going to do the shit we needed to do. This guy's being a POS. We're going to go act... If he wants to act belligerent like a well, fucking idiot, we're going to go over shit. there. All right, Chris. I think that he, he's gotten his piece said. Now, I mean, I know that you had problems with James, but he's laid it all out on the table for you. Is there anything that we can do to get you guys to coexist in the pro wrestling shoot? We need you guys to work together, mm-hmm. and you need to put your opinions behind you when it comes to James Pienaar Jr., I don't know what else you need from us, but we can make it happen. You know what? You know what the fuck I need? You know what the fuck I need? I need some goddamn respect like I just fucking asked for, and I ain't fucking getting it. I want some goddamn respect, man. Like, you know who the fuck I am? I'm fucking trills. I'm fucking trills, man. I'm the goddamn star. I'm the fucking most impactful fucking artists of this generation, man. I'm Gandhi. I'm fucking Mozart. 
Tupac, Biggie, Eminem, <laughs> fucking Snoop Dogg. That's me. This guy trying to be Birdman and Kanye? That's fucking me, man. Now who's going to fucking stand up and let me fucking create more? What I got to do, leave? You fucking, you fucking recording me backstage. You're tapping my phone calls. Like, what the fuck do I got to do? Who's going to let me create more? Or what are you going to do? You're going to fucking marginalize me until I'm out of my element? Until I'm out of my moment? Huh? Man. Oh, my God. Man, shut the fuck up, Jesse. You ain't got the fucking answers, Jesse. You ain't got the answers, man. This is my fucking show, bitch. What are you, you talking about? Without me, there is no trill. Without me, there is no trill. Fuck that. You Literally. ain't got the answers. James ain't got the answers. And Mr. Anonymous, you ain't got the fucking answers. Man, I ain't got no more talking, man. I'm out. Fuck this. Just running like a coward. Ugh. What a fucking pussy, dude. Fucking bitch made. Oh, man. I can't believe this guy. Bother with him. He's under our payroll. If it wasn't for any of us here at the network, Trill Talk wouldn't even be a thing. Uh, if it wasn't for so me, I want it you guys to just focus on one well, thing, us, and that's it would be finding a way for all three of you to eventually host the pro wrestling shoot. You got me fucked up. I don't want <laughs> any outside interference from Trill Talk to bother you guys. Yeah, yeah, sure. Trill Talk is under all our time. payroll. A couple months later, he'll come around. Yeah, he'll come around. We're going to have to make him come around. You know, he threw your fucking trophy out the window and pissed on it, right? Yo, when are you guys going to understand that this guy's a fucking joke? I, I, I don't I don't understand why he's on this show or why he's so big in your guys' eyes. The pro wrestling shoot was doing just fine without him. Isn't that right, James? Dude, we were the two-man power group, and you bring this guy in here for whatever effing reason. Like, did he pay you? What did he do? I don't even want to know. Don't even answer that. I understand you guys are upset, and I understand that you have this falling out with your one of your best friends, Chris Williams. Yeah, he well he used to. I gotta tell you, Trill Talk is one of the hottest segments on the show. Bullshit! It is going to stick around, (sighs) and if you guys can't find some way to coexist in the pro wrestling shoot and eventually do segments together, I'm afraid we're gonna have to pull the plug on the show. On my show. Yeah. So find a way. And make it work. You got our backing 100%. Do we? Do we really, though? We'll find a way. Yeah. We'll find a way. Yeah, me and Jesse will find a way. Him? Nah, he can go yeah. kick rocks. Exactly. Me and James will figure this out like we always fucking do. What good are you guys here at the network anyway? This fucking trash-ass network. Come on, James. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bullshit. Fuck this. <laughs> Yo, so it's been a minute since we really got down on the dirt. I have no fucking idea what you got for us today. I hope it's good, James, and it's not some bullshit. Let's kick this shit off with the dirt with James Pinard Jr. James, the fuck you got for us today? What do I fucking got? So everyone's been talking about this. We've <laughs> talked about this. What happened? <laughs> Just the way you said it. 
That shit just fuck. I don't know. That, that shit just popped me. <laughs> what the fuck do I got? <laughs> You're so calm all the fucking uh-huh. time, James. Damn. Um, <laughs> I know. It's just how I initially am. <laughs> um, so what do we got here? So we've been talking about it. This this story everyone knows about of who was slated to win the Rumble. It keeps we keep getting conflicted like report. It was initially going to be Riddle, then Orton, then Brock. I guess um. No one really knows. It's you know the dirt sheets are always kind of full of shit. Um, Dave Meltzer, your favorite one, um, is your favorite. Um, but anyways, um, so Steve Carrier of Ringside News. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god! Stop fucking lying. It's okay. He's shy over there. He's shy over there. Um, (laughs) he's told us secretly he likes Meltzer. Um, anyways, yeah, so Steve Carrier of Ringside News now is saying that that thing was all bullshit, that Riddle was not actually going to win, and that was just going to be that creative team said two weeks ago it was actually going to be Brock. So, I don't know, how do you feel about it? Do you think Brock... Well, wasn't you, it Wasn't it Meltzer that originally reported that it was supposed to be Riddle or something? I, I think it was Meltzer, I don't even know, but... Or is it the Steve uh, Carrier guy? I um, you know what? I don't have it on Ringside because t- Ringside News is a bunch of full uh, is a bunch of bullshit anyway, right? They they always report a whole bunch of shit that's not. Yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, the so was is- it was it Meltzer that originally dropped that news, or was it Ringside? Um, I think it was Meltzer. Let's see, uh, it was reported okay by Mike Johnson of PW Insider. He was the one that said that Matt Riddle was the front runner to win it. Until the decision that Brock was going to win it. And then Steve Carrier said, no, that's bullshit. It was going to be Brock. It was already been told two weeks ago there was no mentions of Riddle. And uh, Louis, uh, Louis Dangor, uh, he, he even backed it up and said the same thing. Riddle was never slated to win. His name might have been thrown around, but it was initially for three weeks before the Rumble was happening was Brock was going to win it. Um, so he... he- I, I don't know about these reports, and I really don't give a fuck anymore because I, I hate following dirt sheets. They they ruin wrestling for me. But, dude, wh- why does WWE go with the most obvious choice? Like, they know that we know, so why are they giving that to us like that? You would think at some point they would want to throw some sort of surprise in here, but that just simply isn't the case, man. Like, we fucking, I called this shit, what was it, on last week's podcast? Yeah. Wasn't I talking about this last week when I was like, all exactly. right, it's either going to be it's either going to be fucking Roman Reigns or it's going to be Brock Lesnar who wins because the end goal is to get Brock Lesnar and fucking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania mm-hmm. for the title. Exactly. That was like, their main And that's because of dirt sheets that I knew that. And I fucking hate that I even knew that. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can be simply talking, I want to have some su- Don't look know. at the I dirt I want to have some surprise. You know, yeah. I mean, it could be my simpleness of just you know, not even just me. Like other people, we could do the same thing. Don't look at you know. Don't look at spoilers. Same thing like when Rampage was a thing. We're like, oh great, I can't go on Twitter because everyone's going to be spoiling it. That's at the show. You know, that's just an norm, and we just got to go with that. Just don't look at the. Just don't look at the reports. Um, of that's course, terrible. that's my I job. Mean, <laughs> but but, to, but <laughs> still, yeah, of course. Okay, well, look. When it comes to the dirt, though, on here. I mean, we don't really, we kind of dig into like the personal shit or something like that. We we don't really dig into 
spoilers as much. I, I hope we don't. And if we do, we need to fucking stop that shit. Yeah. Like, no, trust I don't want to be, I want to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem, man. I want to save pro wrestling and I want the fans to enjoy pro wrestling again. Look, I, I mm-hmm. think that that's probably a big reason why I enjoyed the rumble is because I didn't fucking read anything about the rumble except for the whole, like we already knew I mean, we've we've known for what months now that it was going to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at the at WrestleMania. It was obvious the way they're planning it. Just because everybody is posting about the Rock and and how he just like we know that the Rock's going to be in fucking California. You know what I mean? So we already know what next year's main event is before it even fucking happens. And I hate that. Like, there's no surprise element anymore in that. But for the most part, um, so I didn't enjoy the men's Royal Rumble, but that's because I already knew the outcome. Everything else oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. the outcome to. Oh yeah, easily. And I think that's like the like how like how mad would you have been if you heard like, hey, Sting's going to AW? I didn't think he was coming. I know you didn't. I'm pretty sure you didn't. I, I didn't even, that. no, I didn't even I didn't read nothing and about Sting I, going yeah. to AEW and and when it happened, I was yeah, excited. We out. Yeah. I was actually excited. Yeah. I remember texting you like, dude, fucking Sting. Yes. <laughs> and like yeah. I was it was just was like stoked. something and and like AEW is very strong on this. They've, like Tony has said this, and I know a lot of shit Tony has said that is so inaccurate. He's like, "Look, we're not trying to, you know, we want to give wrestling to the fans, but we don't want like these conflicting reports coming out. We're trying to keep this like buried in the back." WWE doesn't even try this shit, you know. And there's well, so many, the thing, there's so though. many reporters here, here, with this. Like, here's the thing, you know, though: Dave Meltzer and most of these uh, journalists are very biased when it comes to WWE. Well, yeah, I think easily. it's very. I think it's very clear um, that they're trying. Like, I think that Dave Meltzer, if he does have any inside, um, I if he has the inside at WWE, this motherfucker has inside at AEW. But it's kind thing, of a dude. one he's sided not, he, thing. He's, I mean, he's not dropping no news for AEW. We keep everything AEW a secret. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you notice it, like, I mean, which is cool. Yeah. I, I I'm glad that I don't have AEW spoiled for me, but. Fuck, dude! I, I wish that I didn't have WWE spoiled for me. People might just just share it, like just give it, you know, just give it the silent treatment for both. Don't over favoritism one over the other. Like if you, I want to watch WWE again. I do. I really do. You know, I know we always shit on, and it, you know, respectfully, it's probably at least my fault. You know, for looking at spoilers because that's just how. That's just how it is. That's just like, that's just the thing to do. There's so many damn representatives from like you know Fightful, PW Inside. Dave Meltzer, everybody else, just talking and talking and talking backstage. Hey, do you have a scoop on this? Do you have a scoop on this? You know, this is different. Like, it's not compared to, like, professional sports, football, basketball. You know, this is professional wrestling. You know, I want yeah. I want the surprise element. I want the cliffhangers for each show. You know, could the Rumble have been better for me if I didn't see the report? Oh, yeah, easily. You know, would I have been the same Motherfucker, you were in the fucking private chat like, yeah, I already know the shit. Like, don't fucking tell me shit. Oh, yeah, and look, and look, and I knew, you know, and I think that's the norm to me because I'm like, I kept getting disappointed because the shit just sucked. You know, that's just, that's just how I base it. I mean, there's a reason why we stopped watching WWE in a long time. We just watched the pay-per-views at this point, you know? This guy fucking popped up in the chat like, I already know the spoilers, and I was like, what the fuck is up, Kyle? No, what did you say? What the Dude. I don't fucking play that shit. Don't tell me no spoilers <laughs> to one of my favorite pay-per-views. I don't want to know what the fuck's going to happen. I want to actually be surprised when that fucking buzzer goes off. Man. I know. He marked when out for Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. You know. Fucking- 
it's Bad Bunny. Oh, shit. No, I didn't fucking mark out for Bad Bunny at all. But Bad Bunny did pretty good in the fucking Rumble. I'm not even yeah. going to lie, dude. Yeah. I don't even think that Bad Bunny or Johnny Knoxville, is, as much as I thought it was going to be the worst thing in the Rumble, that was far from it in this men's Rumble. Yeah. Dude. You can really see oh, mm-hmm. how bad that fucking roster was. So I think that... That that's what ruined it for me. It wasn't Bad Bunny or or Johnny Knoxville. Actually, that was probably more entertaining than most of that rumble, which yeah. is sad, dude. Oh, I know. But, like how the you know, and the thing is, like, okay, yes, I can agree with it. Yes, the fans do it too. Well, you know, of course. Like I, you know, like you said, I put stuff in the private chat. Same with the damn company. They shouldn't be okay for like the rumble, for example. They should not be. It should not be saying who the hell's in the rumble. Announce like twelve stars right off the bat. You know. Give me the surprise. Don't tell me who the hell it is. Go back to the old style. You yeah, know? No, like, I agree with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, for example, don't tell me Mickey James is going to be there. Don't tell me that. That You could have kept that as a big-ass surprise. That would have made the element of surprise for her a lot right? bigger. Could you imagine a Mickey James walking through with the Impact title and nobody... Dude, that would have been... Everybody would have lost their shit and said the Rumble was the best thing ever if if they had not announced that and Mickey James was exactly. Gonna be there. And I don't know if that was a call with of Impact saying, "Hey, mention this on air." I don't know whose call that was, but nonetheless, you know, give me the don't go back to the old school style. We, I mean, with this past Raw, as you guys are listening, to this that just happened. We had Elimination Chamber qualifying matches. Do that with the Rumble. Can you bring that back? Do a scene. Do a backstage scene here and there of. You know, Sonny DeVille spinning the basket of the balls and you pick up the numbers. Do something like that. Give me the damn surprise. Don't tell me, hey, 20 of these stars are going to be in the Rumble and you already show a picture already. Come on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to take it back to what you were just saying about uh, the Elimination Chamber qualifiers. Isn't that crazy? So we're three weeks away from the Elimination Chamber. They fucking rushed all six fucking men in this Elimination Chamber in one night. What the Prince gets, what the Prince wants. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much how it is. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe that gives us three weeks now of a build, which is not a lot. But it, it's look, not this good. Ta- this ta- it's I not know this good. is kind of off. This I, I'm going to fucking go down a different journey right now. Um so this this takes me back to like Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble, right? We already have all six contenders in in the elimination chamber. Brock is in this fucking chamber. Brock is in the chamber. What was the point of having Brock win this Rumble and lose his title at the Rumble when he's going to be in the same fucking match at the Rumble? Like you could have just put Brock Lesnar in the elimination chamber match and defended his title, and then have him lose to Bobby Lashley or whoever the fuck else they want to put the title on at that moment, then bam, shows up on SmackDown the following week, and now we got the fucking build to Roman and Brock. Right? Yeah, it, see, it, you it, just, it, like, they, they kitty-quartered themselves. They do this a lot. The, the writers backstage and Vince, whoever. I don't, I, they it just seems like they didn't themselves. think this one through, dude, because now he's already in a WWE title match again. Yeah, it's like, come on. You know, and I've said this to multiple people. You know, Lashley's had two reigns as the WWE champ, obviously winning it with Roman's um, interference and when he beat Miz. If anything, I feel bad for Lashley because the way he's winning the title, it's like very cheap. You know, hey, he won the title. Oh, but he had to win because Roman had to get involved. The spotlight is more on Roman than Lashley. Oh, hey, you know, Roman uh, Lashley won the title from Miz. All because he whooped on Drew McIntyre just for the Miz to come in and then challenge him and get like a squash victory. Give me a pleasant match. 
get, let Lashley win a match clean. I would have been well, fine so with here, that. Here's you know? the thing. I, I, don't, I don't think that like Brock Lesnar even needed to defend the title in Elimination Chamber. I think that that loss was, was a good way to build for him and Roman, but there's just no reason for him to be um, winning the Royal Rumble when you could have had somebody else win the Royal Rumble and go after the WWE Championship. So here's the thing too, man. When the fuck <laughs> did this universal title become more important than the WWE title? Because the only reason that that universal title is more important is because Roman's holding it. And it's on, and he's the, on Fox. <laughs> and he's on Fox. Like the WWE title is still the most prestigious title. It should be anyway, but it's not. It's not. That's the one that we're playing hot potato with, right? We've had fucking... Uh, Bobby Lashley is the champion. We've had Brock Lesnar and uh, we've had Big E all within a one year. Yeah, it's like, like, did Lashley or did Lesnar really need the damn win for the, you know, for the Rumble? Like, come on. You, like you said, there are already, we already knew the plants are seeded to have Lashley or um, Lesnar and Roman to be the damn main event for whatever, day one, day two, whatever. Give me the other side of the story for the other title, you know, yeah. unless you're going to push it for unifying titles, which I don't heavily believe that they're going to do that because USA and Fox want champions on both sides. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. And like you said, the universal title is somehow higher than the WWE title. I don't know when the hell they should even just just they should have just left it the world title, the world heavyweight title never changed it. But. It is yeah, what it yeah, is. No, but I, like, I agree because I mean, the Royal Rumble is to be to build up another damn star. You know, if the reports were, you know, whatever it was, Riddle or not, Riddle would have made sense. I've said this number of times. Well, Riddle so would have made here's, sense. Here's where I'm going to differ from you, man. The Royal Rumble is not necessarily meant to to build another star. I, I've I've heard a lot of people say this. I don't agree with that. Like, name one fucking star that has been built from the Royal Rumble. Bian- Bianca was one of them because she was. They really? were trying. I think she was one of them. So she's a star. You think that she's a star? I think Dude, she I, was. I fully I think disagree she was with slated. that. I think she was I don't slated think, to do I don't that. think that she's a, I don't think she's a star at all, man. I, I don't. Here, here's here's okay. why I'm going to say this. All right, Biggie. Biggie was also supposedly a star, right? Everybody wanted him as champion. Did you go and buy a Biggie shirt, James? No, I've no. I was to me. I was one against the whole Biggie thing. Same with Kofi. Okay. 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 Well, here's the thing. I wasn't against Big E, but I'm guilty too. I didn't fucking I didn't buy a Big E t-shirt. Here's why Big E is not champion and why they're not pushing him. His merchandise sales as champion did nothing. Oh, easily. He had terrible merch sales. Terrible. So when you're that's how they that's how they determine who is the stars? Who who's who's buying what? Because it all comes down to fucking cash, dude. Oh yeah. If you're not spending like, cash exactly. on this guy, then and he's not worth the money that that you're See, and I think that's the sad thing for professional wrestling. It shouldn't be based off your merchandise. It should be you have to. Why class. the fuck not? Why? why it not? should be. Well, look, it should still be like, hey, your merchandise isn't good, but you're a good wrestler. It still should be. No, to no. me, I look at it that way. Okay, dude. No, that's not how it works, though. Look, CM Punk. How much? How much fucking merch has he sold since he's been back? A oh lot. yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. A lot because Hook. Hook, just being a sensation, put it on a t-shirt, fucking highest selling merchandise on, on pro wrestling tees. Guess what they're doing with Hook? They're pushing the fuck out of him because he's selling merch, all right? The Elite, same thing. You know what I mean? It just all comes down to this shit, like Adam Hangman Page, same thing, selling merchandise. Brock Lesnar 
and Roman Reigns are the highest merchandise sellers. Period. That's why they're fucking champions all the time. Like you oh, can't yeah. get past easily. That. I just like look at it as like they used to do. Like they put super. See, I, they kind of co- like okay. The company kind of contradict themselves. Like number of times they put a shit superstar to be world champion. Like how big of a draw was Jinder? Oh well, we just booked them for just for a tour sale. You know, just right. to, uh, no, come yeah, on. That's I not agree. the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? It's not. So right. here's here's the thing, though. It I'm just, not blaming this all on on these guys. I'm not blaming blaming Bianca Belair, and I'm not blaming Big E. All I'm saying is the facts are the facts. They weren't stars. But whose fucking fault is it that they're not stars? That's WWE's. I, I, oh yeah, easily. That's WWE. Easily, they're not booking them in in a position. No, to, and that's why to number come out and be a star. That's why a number of stars have said, "Hey, how can I get a chance if you're not willing to give me the effing chance?" That's why they yeah. just say, pack my bags, I'm leaving. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. the reason I said Bianca, well, I mean, the one year, okay, like when Shinsuke and Asuka, Asuka was already over Shinsuke, they tried to build him up and they blew the ball with that guy. That was another one. Um, yeah, well, McIntyre, Shinsuke, McIntyre I mean, with the Rumble, yes, he was a big damn deal, but that elevated his career too. That elevated him. So uh, the thing with McIntyre is, I think that McIntyre could, could have been a, a pretty big, pretty big deal. Um, the pandemic really hurt McIntyre. Really? Oh yeah. Because he, he got, he him got not winning that title and, and having to run, like he had the w- hardest title. He carried the company of, on his back. He carried the yeah. company on his back. And yeah. It so, just, and it's, same with John Moxley for AEW. Like those two, but both McIntyre and John Moxley had to wrestle during the pandemic during their title run. Like that's, that's who, that's how they carried the title. So they didn't get fans, um, behind them. And now, you know, it's it's too little, too late for not from John Moxley per se, because AEW is a whole different uh, ball game when it comes to WWE. WWE though is is something else. There's there's just a lot of um, well, there was <laughs> a lot of talent on that roster. Now there's right. not so much. But look at how they're booking Becky Lynch, for instance, dude. She is looks, sounds, and feels like a fucking star. Like Becky Lynch came out and she she can cut promos now. Like everything about Becky Lynch screams star to me. And that's the same thing I like okay, with Britt Baker. Put Britt Baker in in the same role as hers and she might be as much more elevated. Because they had similar similar, you know, similar uh, scenarios. You know, uh what is it? Becky got punched by Nia, started bleeding. Boom, her sales went up just because of a, a botch. Yeah, but he, here's here's the difference, though. Becky Lynch can actually talk on the mic as compared to Brett, Britt Baker cannot fucking cut a promo to save her life. I'm uh, sorry. Be- like, I mean, for some time, Becky was in that in, in that ultimate. She was. She was. Same, I agree. Same I, with Roman. Hated, I couldn't stand same, Becky same Lynch Same with Roman mic. for the longest time. Nobody wanted to hear yeah. Roman. That was the problem. But they got it now, though. That's all I'm saying is they have it now. Yeah, and that's all because that you matters. have to like, put the right pieces together, and that's the thing. Exactly. Sometimes the company I, did I, not I, work I 100% with that. One hundred percent agree with that. Yes, but the whole point being is the Royal Rumble does not make stars. WWE makes stars. It doesn't matter who fucking wins the Rumble. You have to be booked in a good position in order to make a star. I see that you're on your screen that you're looking through these Royal Rumbles, and, and you can see the list. John Cena, Randy Orton, The Undertaker. These guys are all well-established fucking stars at the time. Oh, the yeah. Royal and Rumble didn't and make them a star. Yeah, Triple like H a few. fucking, yeah, you and know, they, they attempted with Shinsuke. They yeah, attempted the, with uh, Asuka. They attempted with fucking Ronda Rousey. Well, Ronda Rousey was already a star. Ronda Rousey was already a big star. As she is, she you sucks know? at cutting promos, but, I mean, for the most part, she's Yeah, because we she's can go all good. the way back. Like, 
I can't, I'm like, I could go do all the research of like, hey, who was the number one, you know, shirt seller, merch person? You know, obviously Brock's a big damn deal. Um, You know, obviously Brock's been a big damn deal. Rhonda, she just came back. You know, her merch show is going to be up there. Edge, big ass deal. Bianca was, like I said, I think that was the last one. Her merch sales were probably not that good, but they elevated her to the top. She had, I think, rated the best WrestleMania match from last year. And now yeah, they're but, but my whole point still. is though, like out of the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble does not make stars. Most of these people that win the Royal <laughs> no, Rumble it's very are already few, established it's very stars. Few. Or give me, or at least I don't know. It just give me somebody a little different. You know, give me yeah. something out of the norm instead of hey, we're just gonna go with the lazy booking of hey, we're gonna put Brock in there. Hey, we're gonna put Ronda. You know. Well, I think that all you need is 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 like a few good minds to write some good storylines, not a hundred fucking ghost riders <laughs> that had that no absolutely and, and not nothing to mention, about wrestling. This rumble was very lackluster because of certain people were not there. Triple H's president was not there, and so was TJ was not there as well. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get. I don't a know how rumble. much that had to do with anything, but I I know that there were also reports of people changing shit every other minute. Um, some wrestlers didn't even know when the fuck they were entering the Royal Rumble until the last second. And uh, they didn't know when they were going out. So, like, I don't know if you know how a Royal Rumble is booked, but uh, you get 30 fucking guys in or women now at the same time uh, going over spots on who's coming in when and how they're going out. And it has to be flawless. You cannot fuck up. Oh yeah, there's so, a lot. There's a lot that plans. You this. think you think learning a regular match is hard? Wait until you get in there with thirty men and and, and or thirty women and try to get, <laughs> put these oh, pieces yeah, together. Exactly. You know, a lot a lot can mm-hmm. go wrong in this. Oh but yeah, it and, and there's so many things. That's why WWE does this a lot. Of, okay, we're gonna start planning like you know four months in advance of who's winning the rumble, who's gonna be in this spot, this spot, just to be cautious of you know injuries and of course of COVID and there there's so many elements to it. Um. And that's the thing, like, WWE does that a lot. You've always seen those reports, hey, Shane McMahon, or uh, Vince McMahon changes the script, like, two hours before, one hour score, because he just doesn't have, like, his mindset on one particular thing. Yeah, sorry, my mic was muted. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, dude, Um, it's, I don't know, man. That That's just how I feel about this um, when it comes down to the Rumble um, I, I like there's, a there's few. never I'm been a star. Every, there's never been a star made, dude. I'm it, not it saying just every happened. single star. At least have the runner up be the damn star. You know, at least something like you end it like with the uh, my my whole point being to this whole rant that we went off. We went way off topic. My whole fucking point is Brock Lesnar did not need to win that Royal Rumble. We could have done this several different ways, but because we have a hundred writers in the back, all striving to get Vince McMahon's. Uh, dick up, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a complete mess, and they change direction too much, man. I mean, it's if you have a good politics. idea, stick with the good idea. You don't need to, you don't need to, you know, switch everything all the time. I don't know, man. There's uh, WWE is a, a strange, strange place, and how they do stuff is beyond. Uh, beyond like, okay, me. look at it this way: from the Raw Rumble, was there any stars that you can think that were in the Rumble that were made? Can you think of one that was like, oh, you know, where are they going to go with this character? Was there one from this class rumble? Um, no. I, I, you know, it's just give me something. I, I think I, mean, I. It's not I, even I, just I winning the rumble. This, it's not even just I winning te- the rumble. You know, I text this to a few man. There were so many different potential names that could have won this rumble. Um, 
you know, Drew McIntyre coming back was huge. He he fought. He a, actually uh, got a big a, pop, which I was kind of shocked a, about. He had a huge pop, but there was also a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he had he had a huge pop, but there was also Riddle. There was also uh, you know Randy Orton. Those are probably the only two I can think of that kind of gave it to me. Like you know, maybe they'll win the match. They they kind of brought they it. Could to have. Me a I mean, because what what'd you say to me uh, in the in the private chat not that long ago that Randy Orton would have tied Stone Cold's Royal Rumble wins? That yeah, and they could have brought a storyline, turn him heel, you know, or however, because Lashley eventually he's going to lose the title. That that's I think that's what it's going to go with. If they shockingly have him win, it's got to be Riddle or Orton, one of the two. Uh, just some of the clues just line up. No, Orton doesn't show up on Raw. Riddle, I'm pretty sure, is going to stay face. Orton's going to turn heel. They're going to feud for the title because they're not doing nothing. They've already had their title ran as champs of tag champs. You know, give me, we like I said, you already know it's going to be Roman versus Lesnar. Push the ante for the other match then. Have one of those two win the damn Royal Rumble. Lesnar does not need that in there. There's no reason. Ronda's story, okay, I could see it a little bit. At least they had it. Like, you can already tell because usually... Every time I used to watch the Rumble, it's usually the last two. Whoever wins it is going to go after one champion. The other one that was the runner-up is going to go for the other title. That's usually the case, at least from what I've seen. So, I don't know. Lesnar, like I said, I'm going to stick to it. He didn't win. He didn't need the win. Well, on that note, man, that's been The Dirt with James Pinard Jr. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. Man, I can't believe these motherfuckers, man. These fucking network people. They don't they just don't understand, dude. Our our fucking lives have been a pain in the ass ever since Chris Williams, man. Fuck. Yo, you can't open that in here. What the hell are you doing? Man, man, don't be a bitch, James. You're the one driving. It's all good shit. Fuck. Man, this fucking network shit and fucking Chris Williams. Dude, I'm tired of this bullshit fucking always putting him over us you know what fuck this guy it's like, ridiculous dude they, I, I can't believe they want us to fucking work with him like dude we've tried to make this work before we've tried nothing fucking works for this guy I'm fucking tired of this shit like they're literally giving this guy his tickets on the radio for free just for someone to say a catchphrase just to get free tickets what a joke yeah. Yeah, well, what the network didn't know is that we already booked a venue for a live uh, pro wrestling shoot tonight. So we'll see how those fucking ticket sales do. And that's all on us, too. That has nothing to do with the network. They're going to get a fucking real surprise tonight. Oh, don't worry. There will be a shoot. There will be a shoot on Mr. Christopher Williams, that piece of shit. Fucking guy can't even show up to a sit-down. Zoom. Fucking shows up on Zoom, man. Fuck this guy. Fucking cheap ass. What's up, my fucking people? Welcome to another edition of Trill Talk. It's hot, man. It's hot out here, man. <laughs> fucking fire. Shit's getting crazy. I know what you're thinking, though. You saying, like, Trills, you don't sound too enthused, you know, to be out here tonight. And, you know, I'm not. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit in between, you know what I'm saying? But some shit went down at this little fucking meeting with me, Jesse, and James. These motherfuckers refused to give me my recognition. These motherfuckers refused to admit 
that I'm the fucking star of this shit. And, you know, that's okay because soon enough, they're going to fucking find out. But I came out here hesitantly tonight because I was thinking about going on some type of fucking strike. You know, I was fucking pissed. The network have been fucking tapping my phone call. They've been sending people to record us backstage. Invasion of privacy much, bitch? You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit's crazy, man. My boy Bob, my security, he's feeling some type of way about it. I'm feeling some type of way about it. But I decided, hey, I ain't gonna leave you people hanging like I left those fucktards, Jesse and James, hanging in that meeting the other night. So here I am, baby. It's Trill Talk. Now let's talk about it, because I'm fucking pissed. So, like I said, these motherfuckers have been recording my phone calls, recording me backstage, my boy Bob, he's upset. He feels betrayed. He feels that his privacy has been invaded. And he informed me before I came out here that he had some shit to say. And I said, what? Like, you, you want to talk to the people? And he fucking wants to talk to the people. So, I'm going to get Bob out here. And before I do, I understand that Bob can be a little bit Tough to understand. So, for you idiots that can't understand my boy Bob, I'm going to spit it out loud and clear for you. All right, Bob, come on out here, bro. Come on, man. What's with the slow Bob? Let's go. Let's go. Come on, man. Fuck. All right. All right, Bob. So, these motherfuckers have been recording us, keeping tabs on us. Just fucking disrespect. You know what I'm saying? So, you wanted to address the people. Now's your fucking chance. Let's go. Here we go. Let the people know what you got to say, bro. Alright. Well, you heard it. My boy Bob says that he's shocked and appalled at the audacity of the network to, what did you say? Okay. At the audacity of the network to send their low lives to, to record us backstage and what? Oh, well, he, he just says he's fucking, he, he's pissed. Just like me. I, we're fucking pissed about it. All right, Bob, I appreciate it. We're fucking pissed about it and Something's got to shake. Something's got to shake. So, I'm looking forward to having just a sit down with me and the network, minus those two bozos. You know, we're going to work something out because this shit ain't going to keep going. So, with that being said, that was all that I was going to fucking say tonight. And I was going to fucking do a mic drop. Get the fuck out of here. But... I do got some other shit I want to talk about. And that's the fucking Royal Rumble. Like, my God, bro. Like, what a fucking show. What a fucking show. What a pay-per-view, right, man? 
Man, WWE is the best wrestling company in the fucking world, and they showed it again, you know, with the fucking top-notch matches, top-notch decision-making. I mean, it's fucking pure genius to have Brock Lesnar come in as number 30 in the Rumble and win the thing. Like, so... We get to see one of the best matchups in the history of fucking wrestling at WrestleMania. And you know what it's going to be. It's going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock. And I can't fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait. And not only that, they found a way to set that up. And to put the belt on my boy Bobby? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I just... Never mind. But, like, what what beautiful booking by WWE. I mean, I just don't think you can get any better than that. Won't you agree? Like, fuck. Fuck, man. Like, I, I had the time of my life watching that pay-per-view. And, and, you know, I had something I wanted to say. You know, I was listening to the show. I finally started listening to it, and I seen these idiots, Jesse and James, they they brought up some fucking promo with Cody Rose, and they're just like, coming all over themselves, they're like, oh, this is such a good promo, oh, you know, the fans, the fans, they, 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 they got on his side, like, what the fuck was that promo, like, bro, like, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, like, like, like what, what, what? He's just, he's just out there, basically saying, "Oh, I did things forced. I did them forced. It was me. It was me, guys. Woohoo! Look at me. I did it." Like, fuck out of here, Cody Rhodes. Like, you're fucking embarrassment. You, you, you're garbage wrestler. You can't talk. You, like. Just just leave, bro. Like, I hear you're about to be a free agent. I mean, just fucking go. Like, disappear, bro. Disappear. Like, nobody wants to fucking see you. I don't want to see you. I know my boy Bob doesn't want to see him anymore. You know? But, I mean, that's neither here nor there, man. I just came out here tonight to address a few things. And I feel like I got them addressed. So, with that being said, i see you people next week. Peace out. It's been real. AEW Dynamite. Man, stuck around, uh, waited to record for this. I'm going to have to crack a beer open. Hold on. (laughs) So, yeah, starting off the night, um, we get that John Moxley match versus uh, Wheeler Yuta, right? That's what started off tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, with everything, you know, transpired before that, yeah, we got a different match. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So, Brian Kendrick was supposed to be in this match, which everybody was excited for. And then cancel culture came around and fucked him. Like they do yeah, everybody else. Yeah, you know, it's funny. 
that you brought that up, they kind of threw like cancel culture stuff into the show with Dan going off. I seen that, yeah. And I don't know if that was their way of like, you know, throwing shit at them. I'm pretty sure Tony just did it just, you know. I think Tony is pissed off at the situation too because I think he was excited to have uh, Brian Kendrick in. Uh, but as as the owner of AEW, um, you you know you got to show face and be sensitive, I guess. Yeah. Either I way, mean, dude. Um, yeah, he already we get we get. Yeah, Brian already apologized. Go ahead. He already apologized on Twitter. So yeah, that wasn't really an apology, but well, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be on the show. Sammy went through it's, it. It's all good, yeah. man. Like I. I don't even. I didn't even know he said some stupid shit like that. Which you know, it was. Granted, it was stupid. But yeah, it was like ten years ago I mean, or so. But yeah, I get it. It's very like, oh my god. Anyway, <sighs> uh, so here we go. Willer Yuta versus John Moxley, dude. Could we not get anybody better than Willer Yuta? Like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I fucking. I, there's a lot of people on AEW that I'm realizing that I'm just not into, dude. I, I don't feel, I don't even see the potential in them. I mean, yes, you know, I'm, you know, armchair booking, whatever. Say whatever the fuck you want. But as a fan, I'm not into this shit. Wheeler Yuta is just not it for me. Um, John Moxley comes out, and I miss thick John Moxley. He looks really weird as... <laughs> It's just skin thin, John Moxley. I'm glad he's healthy, but man, hey, new and improved, I, I, new and improved. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy for him. I'm, I, I really am. But I just, he just looks weird to me. I don't know. I, I thought he was looking pretty good, all thick and stuff, and he looked bigger. He looked like somebody you just didn't want to fuck with. Now he just looks like a skinny AEW wrestler. Right. But it's all good. We get John Moxley. Uh, this match went way fucking too long to start off the match, just like most AEW matches. Way too fucking long. Um, I I couldn't wait for this to end, and once it did, uh, we got Brian Danielson in the ring, and he cut a fantastic promo. Yes, he did indeed. Why don't you talk about that a little bit, James? Yeah, pretty much. He was like saying, you know, I like so I can drink. My yeah, beer. of course. <laughs> um, sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by Corona, um, or whatever the hell you're drinking. Anyways, um, yes, sir. That's what it is. Yeah. So Brian came out because they had like a tease, like they were gonna fight. I think on a rampage, and um, yeah. So Brian comes out after Moxley's match, and practically tells them, you know, like the fans want us to fight. I don't believe we should fight. We should team together. You know, they have. They're like, they've been in the wrestling business for so long, and from what I got of this, a lot of people kind of looked at this of like they want to he wants to bring in like a Cobra Kai kind of thing where they're the leaders and they kind of teach the young ones and so this 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 potential faction oh I don't even know if it's I a potential know. faction it's just the names that they're out there I don't think that's going to be the faction oh, no, 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 but, I'm not yeah. saying that it's going to be like Cobra Kai I'm just saying like this potential group with John Moxley and and Brian Danielson is something I never knew I needed until tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I I that's brilliant, dude. Like I don't know about um who do they who they want? Daniel well, Garcia. They threw, well, and they threw like Lee ideas. Moriarty. Well, they threw well, he threw in like how about we bring in because he was practically trashing on all the groups, you know. Willard Yuta, you know, you're not doing nothing. You're with Orange Cassidy. You're in a comedy group. You know, he was throwing he shit. He just at. came out with Dan Housen. I loved that. Yeah, line. I like that. 
Um, <laughs> Poor yeah. Danhausen. You know, Daniel Garcia. You're just you're you're just with 2.0, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then Lee Morirardi. I've got how you pronounce it. I always fucking say his name wrong. We're too. just gonna say Lee. They shorted it. But yeah. he wasn't even, but anyways, like he was taking shots, not even just like with them, like bringing them up. He was throwing shots like a millennial Cowboys, your world champion. What kind of crap is that? You have a guy that's your TNT champion that does vlogs and you got a dinosaur as a tag team champion. So he was throwing shots at them. Dude, and, uh, I love that he called all these guys out because it's fucking it, true, dude. It's so true. Yeah. It, it, he straight shot in the ring. Dude. Oh, yeah. It was good. You had, I mean, what kind of position are you going to put him in after he? I mean, of course he's going to have heat against Hangman after losing to him. Um, but yeah, I want to see where they go with this, and I don't remember. I don't recall Moxley shaking his hand. So we're on the standstill. We're on a cliffhanger of where is this going to go? Are they going to join together? Yeah, he told he told him, you know what? I understand that's a lot of pressure. Why don't you just think about it? And he set the mic down and he walked out of the ring. It was perfect. Yeah, dude. it was good. I, I didn't it. want Moxley talking, and that is the perfect way to do that. It was a perfectly way to just execute this. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, those were potential names. I know everyone was. Some people were kind of on board with those names. Um, we'll see where they go with this. But he did make some good points. Of you should bring this person. You should bring this person. They're kind of elevating. And like he said when he came to AEW, I want to, you know, I want to kick people's asses, but I want to elevate some of these stars. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good, man. It was a good segment, good opening. Um, that's, you know, I, I don't really want to talk about anything else that happened on Dynamite because I don't really care. Um, you know, the Dan Lambert shit was pretty funny. They were chanting, shut the fuck up at... at uh, Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> Every I time don't... she talked. Um, I mean that that shit I don't really care about, but what I do want to talk about is this is obviously the main event between CM Punk and MJF, dude. When this first happened, I obviously thought um, that we weren't going to get a match. There was going to be something that interfered in this that he was going to make CM Punk wait longer. And as soon as the match actually started, I was like. This is a fucking mistake. Like, why are we putting this on on AEW okay. Dynamite? This see, is a okay. Huge, you thought that way. Huge mistake. I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't see them pushing it for another month. I don't think they would have lasted another month. Oh no, dude, dude. They needed. They need the long build for this. So anyway, look, I did feel like that originally. I was like, why the fuck are we getting? Because I felt CM Punk was going to win this match. So I was like, why the fuck are we getting this on Dynamite? Like. As a company, you should make people pay for this shit. I understand it's all about the demos right now. You know what I mean? And we want to fucking make, you know, the demos happy and blah, blah, blah. But as a as a company, you should make people pay for this. Well, there's only one fucking way to do this. This match goes the 20 minutes, right? Close to or, 20 minutes. This fucking yeah. match started for me at it was like 620. What was it? 6 6 it was like 615. Yeah, something actually. like that. It wasn't even yeah. it wasn't even 620, dude. It was like 615. Exactly. And I was thinking, okay, so that means 45 minutes. I'm like, is it going to go the whole 45? Is there another right. segment? As soon as they as soon as they announced that this was the main event and then and and I was like, all right, well maybe we're getting a segment at the end of this because there's only a 20 minute uh time limit, right? It was like a 20 something minute or 30 like that. minute it's time 20 limit minutes or, or maybe it's to the end of the show. I don't remember. They keep switching it all the time, but I, I can't remember what it was, but I didn't think that we were getting like the whole fucking show worth of a wrestling match. This match was really good, dude. It was good. 
way too fucking long. I I'm just not a fan of 45 minute matches, dude. I this match could have been summed up in a good 20 minutes. It did not need to go this long. There was a lot of shit that they did in this match that could have been summed up in 20 minutes. Great match, and it was picture perfect how they ended it. So so MJF, you know, comes out, he does he 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 does the choke, right? And chokes him out with the fucking wrist tape. Isn't that yeah. what he did? With yeah, the wrist see, tape. I'm kinda Choked I'm kinda indifferent with, with it. Like I know I'm not a fan of like long matches, but the way they put this together, I kind of believe that it, it was actually the perfect way to execute it with the, the 20 minute intervals. Instead of just, yeah, instead no, of like no, doing this good, dude. Because I was just thinking, please don't do that rush crap where, you know, the ref caught him with the tape. Or if you start to match, don't give me a five minute match or some, you know, shenanigans. Like, I don't know. I kind of wanted the match to go on longer instead of the typical. Uh, the match I just saw the other day was like Punk and, and Rock. After interference, what happened? Rock won the match like in two minutes or something like that. Yeah, no. So, look, I, I just feel a different way, man, when it comes to these long matches. I, it, look, a lot of AEW fans are digging this shit. Me, like, give me fucking 20 minutes of wrestling, and, and that's all I need to see out of you two. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's just all I need. I'm not going to go any further on that because I feel like the match was good, right? CM Punk selling his fucking arm, like selling the hell out of his arm, selling the hell out of his knee. He did fantastic on the storytelling with this. MJF did fantastic with the with the Piper references in this match, yes. you know, with the sleeper hold and all this stuff that's been said in promos building up to this was a fantastic story that these guys told in the ring. It was a brawl. CM Punk looks fucking great now. He looks great in the ring. And, and I told he, you I, this was the guy that was going to elevate him to his top. We were waiting to it, and MJF is that perfect formula for him. Yeah, I felt like I was watching old CM Punk here. This this looked fantastic on Punk's part. The storytelling was absolutely picture perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when MJF gets this choke, I was like, yes, dude, fucking dirty finish. That's what we yes, needed to it, like, end with this With the match. wrist tape, I was like, that is gold. I have not seen WWE do this in a long time with somebody putting their arm while the wrist tape is over his throat, giving him a sleeper hold. So it gets mm-hmm. better. So, you know, we get the dirty finish. The ref calls it calls it off, catches him with the wrist tape, and, and, and fucking restarts the match. At this point, I'm like, fuck, yep, exactly. CM Punk is going to win. And I was not happy about it. I was like, dude, they should have just ended this with the heat in Chicago with with MJF beating CM Punk in Chicago. They needed to end it with that yes, heat. And then the match goes on. when the swerve ahead, comes happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, uh, the the match continues for, what, another 20 minutes, it seemed like. Yeah, Fuck, just about. It took forever. And I was waiting for, War- like, any Wardlow or Spears. And, man, if they did the typical, like, last-minute stuff. I thought they were going to come mid-match at any point. Yeah, well, we ended up getting Wardlow. Wardlow comes down. Um, he looks like he doesn't give a fuck about MJF. So I'm I'm now I'm stressed out again, like, oh, don't do this turn now. You know what I mean? Don't. Yeah. This is not the right time for this turn, and because it, it, they made you, they made you kind of think that it was. It kind of, yeah, it kind of gave me that um, Hangman Page, Young Bucks kind of look. Like, hey, I give you approval, whoop his ass. You know, that's what I was thinking at first. Yeah, and that's not what we got. Thank, thankfully, no. thankfully, uh, MJF ends up scoring the ring from the outside, um, the Dynamite Diamond Ring, 
and and whack CM Punk in the face. Another dirty move mm-hmm. to get the pinfall. One, two, three. Fantastic, dude. Picture perfect. Best way they could have ended that. That if that saved this match. If CM Punk would have turned around and won this match, I would have been highly disappointed. Yes. But the fact that MJF won this match, the way he won this match, and the, with the storytelling that they told in this in Chicago was phenomenal. And then Wardlow comes into the ring and you can definitely see on Wardlow's face that he is not having any of this MJF shit anymore. No. He's not celebrating with him. He's rolling his eyes. He's looking at him like, I'm going to fuck you up, kid. You Just know what wait. I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it's coming, dude. It's coming. And that leaves us at revolution, man. Um, I feel like this story is going to come to the end at Revolution. I feel like CM Punk is going to get the victory at Revolution. I think it would, if you want to know my opinion, I think it would be even better if uh, MJF won again. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. I think it's going to go three matches between the two. I feel like there's going to be three matches. Really? I think they're good. You think it'll I, go? You think this feud will go on longer I, than Revolution? I think they're going to push it to three. Some some fashion. I, I don't see it, man. I I don't I don't feel like it should. Maybe maybe another match on Dynamite and then Revolution. I was thinking. I feel like it has to end at Revolution. Like, I guess my prediction would take it as he wins at Revolution again, but there was like shenanigans where it's kind of obvious that Wardlow was trying to screw over MJF. Tensions get high, and then I think that's when they pull the trigger at. Not a dynamite like one of those special shows. I kind of feel like some sort of, I don't know, just some sort of like theme show or some sort of holiday show. I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like this needs to. At least through the summer, maybe midsummer, eventually it's going to happen. No, that's, that's fucking too long, dude. This cannot go past double or nothing. That That is going to be too long of a feud between these two. I feel like this needs to end at Revolution. If they're going to have three matches, do another Dynamite match, whatever you got to do. Um, MJF wins again, if that's what you want to do. If you're trying, if the end game is to get CM Punk to, to get this happy victory over MJF, then have it done at Revolution. But... If you want to have good storytelling, for me personally, I think they should have one more match, and that is at Revolution, and MJF still comes out on top. And this leads MJF into becoming the AEW champion Hmm. at Double or Nothing. And then after that happens, he thinks he's getting a celebration with Wardlow. Wardlow fucking puts him down and says, I'm coming for your title, kid. That is what I need to see. They, I'm just seeing. I'm just wondering if they're gonna do like a, some sort of like evolution thing with him, Spears, Wardlow, FTR. If they're gonna turn on Wardlow in the near future, I think Wardlow is gonna be the one to turn. Well, it's gonna be yes. if they're gonna do an evolution style. It's definitely Wardlow being playing the part of Batista and walking out on Triple H rather than um, them taking Wardlow them. playing the part of uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, dropped, that's what I'm. You know? That's what I'm seeing. I was just trying to see like where, or maybe they come up with something even better. You know what I mean? Because it, well, look, I, I don't really, I don't want to look at this as a WWE perspective. I want this to be new. I want this to be fresh. We know the turn is coming. But I want it to happen in a good way. Something that can scream originality rather than, oh, hey, they did the whole, you know, they did the whole evolution thing. You know, because Punk's good at 
fucking copying matches yeah, <laughs> as yeah, you've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and these are all WWE matches. I don't know why um, we don't I, need we don't need to take anything from WWE at this. I kind of feel like if Punk's gonna win a match, I don't know when they're going back to Long Island, but I feel like that might be the one where he gets the win. If they did it with Punk losing to Chicago, I feel like they're gonna get one back and do it in Long Island. Or MGF. I mean, no, I don't know how the crowd's gonna. I'm pretty sure the crowd's not gonna react to it very well. I don't know about Wardlow turning, but that would that might be. Yeah, oh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. The the end game right now for me is I think that um, I think MJF needs to be in the title picture by double or. Nothing. I think he needs a title shot again. I mean, he's had one title shot and he lost. I feel like the end game is going to be where it's going to be MJF and um, Wardlow just going back and forth chasing the title. I think the end game is to have Wardlow as the champion. Don't get me wrong. Wardlow is is the star that they want to push. You don't put people in fucking squash matches unless you want to see them at a higher level later. They're, they are building Wardlow for something. They see something in Wardlow. And the fact that Wardlow has come out and said that I'm an AEW lifer, you don't have to worry about me going to WWE, guess what? The ultimate reward from Tony Khan is we're going to put the strap on you, kid. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I see happening. I'm just trying to um, I'm just trying to see if they have any, like, um, I'm looking at their tour dates and see if there's any, like, if uh, MGF's hometown is coming up. Where is Wardlow from, actually? Let me check. Let me double check that. I don't even, I don't even know. Just want to check. I don't know, but that's that's what I'm saying, though, man. I don't I don't see Ohio now. Do I think that Wardlow is going to have the title after you know, like right after Double or Nothing? No, I think that that will build for another three months. You know what I mean? But um, the end the end goal is to put the title on Wardlow. MJF needs to have the title at Double or, or, or Nothing. I'm surprised they haven't done it sooner, to be honest. <sighs> for MJF, oh man, it's. I think he is going to be the world champ at some time in 2022. I don't know when. Double or nothing. I, uh, I'm calling it right now. Hmm. I'm going to make my prediction right now. Right it's now. going to be double or nothing. It's in what? March, right? Or no, no, it's in May. That's it's why I May. said there you well, go. May, June. Yeah, I kind of said summer. I think it's going to escalate. I don't think he's going to. Because when, when is revolution? February? March. It's in March. Wow. So we're getting a pay-per-view two months after that. March, and then I think All Out is in, uh, what is that? July. No, I think it's like. All Out's usually in July, yeah? Or August. I think August. Let me just double check that if they have a listing. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like those two, I feel like the Punk and MJF feud is going to somehow go to the summer. I don't know. I kind of feel like they're going to throw like a summer of Punk thing. That's, That's way too fucking long, dude. That's 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 gonna be way too long. We've already had this feud going on for what two months now. Yeah, let's see. Oh, fighter! You know oh, I mean? fighter fest! Fighter fest is in July. Fighter okay. fest in July. Fight for the Fallen is also in July. All Out is in September. Full Gear is in November. Yeah, but those aren't pay per views though. Well, those are like special events. Yeah. I, I I've never really considered. Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest, uh, a pay per view. I, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna toss it in there somewhere. They have four pay per views. That's that's all they have. Yeah, those are the big cards. Because <laughs> uh, Fight for the Fallen, you don't order on pay per view. That's on TV. Yeah. 
Hmm. Same with Fighter Fest. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like Punk's gonna get. Like I said, I think Punk's gonna get a victory on one of those, probably like Fighter Fest or somewhere, and they're gonna call it there. I don't know. Okay, so here. Okay, let me ask you this: You think that CM Punk is gonna get this victory? Do you feel that he needs the victory? Do you do you feel no, he needs this it, victory? It, it feels like the same. It feels like the same way when MJF and Jericho went at it. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of embracing that a little bit. Where MJF won, won three yeah. in a row, and then they did that obvious one that you knew Jericho was not going to lose. I feel like he's going to. He's this fucking snake ass heel dude that needs to do his thing. You need to let him. He's a fucking peacock, Captain. You got to let him fly. I just feel. I feel like it's going to be shenanigans. I feel like Wardlow's going to just be the one to screw him over, and Punk's going to get a win. Yeah, could it could happen, but that's not my. But, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you, do you think he needs it? Because I don't think he fucking needs it. I don't. CM Punk is CM Punk. He's gonna be CM Punk. He's CM Punk. I mean, is there a limitation that MJF needs to lose eventually? Eventually, he's gonna have to lose somewhere. I think he's. This was I, the first time that Punk lost, right? Tonight. Yes. The first time that he's lost in AEW since coming to AEW yeah. last summer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking saying. I, can, I feel like, I don't losses. know. I feel like, I feel like he, I don't man. I'm kind of like on a toss up here. I, I want to say they're going to, I feel like Punk's going to need at least one. And then might, for some reason, I don't know. I get this weird analogy. It's going to somehow elevate MJF to win the world title. In some way where he's going to be, you know, throw a tantrum and say, I didn't lose the match. Ward was the one that screwed me over protect him yeah well they've already teased both of these guys wanting in the title picture so maybe there's your third match james when there's some sort sort of tournament these two meet in the middle you know what i mean and they they fight again to see who moves on in whatever tournament or whatever the case is whatever they plan on doing i don't know how the fuck they decide who's who's number one contender anymore because that ranking system's a fucking joke yeah i'm just trying to see um I'm trying to see how many times has MJF lost in a singles competition. Um, because I, I can only think of he's got four losses on his on his record, right? Does he have four? Thought it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Besides losses. the Sean Dean one, I'm not counting that one. Um, that's a six man tag and the, and the disqualification. Or I know he lost. Yeah, about? that was the one. The Sean Dean okay. one. I know he lost to Moxley when he was the world champion. Um, oh, and Jericho as well. Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Really, fun, really, Punk doesn't need a win, but I feel like he's gonna. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna throw it in there with Wardlow's interference that tells you, like, hey. I don't know, if, or maybe they're throwing some like stipulation, like winner gets a title shot and Punk wins it, and they build their feud off with it's just um, Wardlow and MJF fighting it off. I don't know. Yeah, kind of could happen, man. I don't know, or maybe some. I, I'm, I'm giving my, my prediction right now is is MJF is going to be the fucking champion at Double or Nothing. Okay, you heard it first right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm calling it. Uh, Wardlow will make the turn. But it's not going to be it's not going to be a double or nothing. 
he won't make the turn until so do you see a little bit after so that. So you see MJF beating Adam Page at double or nothing. I don't even know if Adam Page is going to be the champion by double or nothing. We'll see who the fuck he's facing for revolution. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, it just depends who's who's the champion. If it's Adam Page, I could see it. If they swerve the other way, because it seems like they might of Adam Cole being champion. I know it's probably too early for him, but I, I don't know. It's gonna. It depends. Okay. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. A lot of people throw out Adam Cole. Um, dude, Adam Cole has done fucking nothing, nothing since being in AEW. He has done nothing worth being up there in the title picture. Why is everybody so high on Adam Cole right now? I do not want to see Adam. Well, Cole he kind of has. I give a he kind of has. I mean, he, he he's throwing the same thing like how MJF had it. I'm undefeated. Well, Adam Cole has not lost yet. Yeah. I, dude, I don't know. I'm good. I've seen Adam Cole for many years as NXT champion. I don't need to see him as AEW champion. There are so many other fucking people in front of him that I would much rather see elevated up there. We need stars that are going to fucking hold this company down. Adam Cole couldn't hold down NXT. So I'm I'm just hey, I'm just shooting, brother. It's a shoot. Mm. I don't Adam Cole couldn't even fucking hold down NXT. What makes AEW feel like he's going to be their their champion to hold them down? You have Brian Danielson. You have CM Punk. You have MJF. You have John Moxley. Dude, those four names alone shut down Adam Cole. I'm just saying. I'm just, I, I I'm just, I'm just going be, with what I'm seeing right now. It seems like they're. I don't think it that seems Adam like, Cole is the it right. It seems like right Moxley choice. and Daniel they're pushing him just to go to tag t- tag. For the turn for the for the time being, I don't know. No, they could, yeah, and that's that. You're probably right. That's probably what they're gonna do. But could they hold it down? I mean, I mean, I'll be I'll be look, one to say Moxley's at, run wasn't you, that you, great. To be honest, to me, Moxley's run dude, wasn't. Moxley had to wrestle during the pandemic. Oh, I know, I know, and and so he didn't have no crowd to feed. Oh, off I of. know. You know what I mean? He he had the Drew McIntyre um, situation. So it's the same fucking thing. Like, check it out, man. Do you think that Adam Hangman Page right now is entertaining as champion? Personally, to myself, I think so. For my belief, really? I think so. Really? What has he done I that's so, so entertaining? I think so. Just to me, I, I, I personally like his wrestling better than Adam Page's. Adam Page. I, I'm talking about Adam. Or Page. Adam Cole. All right. Yeah, Hangman Adam Page. Um, I don't, you like his wrestling better, okay? But who? You are the one guy that I've heard on this podcast say you need the fucking full package to be the star. Right now, right? I'm not sitting in with Page. That's what I'm saying. Do you think that Adam Hangman Page has the full package? His wrestlings are. His I wrestling's think they kind of. Well, I love his okay. matches. I think they don't know what direction to go with the guy after the Brian Danielson. I think that kind of screwed it all up of him beating him already with Brian Danielson. I just don't see. I don't know what direction they're going to go with him. And I think Paige is the. Um, I think um, Adam Cole is going to be the one to elevate him. You think he's going to be the one to a- elevate Adam Hangman Page? Yes, I think so. Because I know Daniel. Okay. I know Brian Danielson. I elevate. think I think Cole is probably going to be the next one to face him for the title. That's, that's but do I think I, he's going to win? I don't think so. Because I think Adam Cole right now would be would make more sense than fucking Lance Archer. I'm sorry. Lance Archer doesn't do it for me. He is not. I don't know why he's already getting a title shot. Uh, it's just. 
I'm good. I'm good on that. Only reason I could see I, like Adam, I don't know. I feel like more eyes would be on Adam Cole than Paige. I feel it because the, like, Adam because Hayman okay, the storyline they're kind of throwing. If you've noticed the story, like I know you said, MJF will win the title by double or nothing. The only reason I don't see that, I feel like you're gonna give it to Adam Adam Cole to win the title. Okay, and they're still kind of having this feud of well, who's backing him up? Is it the Bucks or is it Red Dragon? I feel like they're going to keep fighting over him for some time. And um, we'll see, man. I, I'm going to make the prediction right now. If, if he needs a challenger for revolution, it's going to be, well, fuck. We're just now in February. We got a month to build it. Yeah. A month to build it. I'm going to, I'm going to say Adam Cole does get his shot at revolution. He's the next, uh, he's the next in line for that. I don't know fucking why, but that's, that's what we're going to do. Adam Cole is the next in line against Adam Hangman Page. It makes sense. Baby versus heel. Uh, and I'm saying Adam Cole loses. He's not going to be, he, they're not going to take the title off of Adam Hangman Page. They waited too long to put this title on him. They're going to wait until double or nothing to take it off. Of him. I don't know if I could. And it's going to be MJF. <sighs> I'm just trying to think of who, who would be the one, because I can't, I don't know. I just can't see. I know, I know. Obviously, Adam Page beat Daniel Bryanson. Okay, he was undefeated, never lost at the time. Yes, it was a short tenure, undefeated streak. Now you have that with Cole. I don't. I just don't see Page beating two guys back to back with undefeated streaks. I can't see that. Why not? I just I don't know. We wait. We waited fucking three years to put the title on him. I just I don't know. Why would I he? feel like they're? I don't know. I think they're gonna because the. <clears throat> I don't know. I just can't. I feel like they're just not going to do that. I just um, maybe he's, he's their maybe champion. they're going to throw the in the mix, in. and I don't even know when the hell's Kenny coming back. And I feel like they're going to put them back involved in this situation. I I, I hope the fuck. Not. I just because who's taking over? Who's taking over since Kenny's left? Well, I mean, Adam Cole's been doing his own thing. You know, I'm not dicking around no more. I feel like they're going to bring him in there too, and then they're going to have a three with those guys. They're going to be at the top spotlight again. Where it's the Buck, Cole, Red Dragon, and Omega. I kind of feel like they're going to throw that in there. And it's going to be those two few. We haven't gotten many triple threat matches from AEW. No. No. It's always single. Do I see MJF winning the title? I do. I would want him to win the world title. I do want to see MJF and Wardlow, you know, go back and forth chasing each other for the titles. I do. Do I see it by double or nothing? I don't know. I think they're going to just keep pushing feuds and feuds and feuds that MJF has not really experimented with. And we're going to go back into the Kenny Omega I slash. Know, I, th- I think it's time. It's MJF be, is another uh, one it, that, that we've waited too long for this. Because I feel like they're going to bring the elite versus, you know, Adam Cole's crew. I feel like they're going to throw that in there. and It's going to be Kenny and Adam Cole going at it for some time. All right. Well, we'll see who's right by double or nothing, sir, that we're calling it now. Um, you don't think it's going to happen? I already told you exactly how it's going to happen. Adam Cole versus Adam Hangman Page at Revolution. Um, Adam Hangman Page wins, retains. Um, some way or another, we're going to get MJF versus Adam Hangman Page at Double or Nothing. All right. And then shortly after that, we're getting the Wardlow turn. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see who who will see who's right about this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's make it fun, yeah, dude. No, no. You'll buy I mean, me a I do like drink I do like this. Don't give it wrong. <laughs> it's all over. Hey, I do like the scenarios. 
I do like the scenarios. I do see where you're going with this. I know MJF has only had one title shot in the company. One. Um, yep. And he got screwed out of it. Yeah, he got screwed out of it. I don't know. It, 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 well, we'll, well, we'll see how this. He goes. legit lost it, but we'll just <laughs> we'll just mind, see we'll just see how we'll we'll just see how this goes. I just can't yeah, like I, I'm gonna stick to it. I can't see, and I know a lot of people are gonna probably shit on me for this, and I don't care. I know a lot of people wanted to see Adam Page win the title. Obviously, a lot of people wanted him to win the title when he did. Okay, it was a long journey. They built that year and a half or whatever it was, and it was a big thing. Maybe I just got to see yeah. more with the guy. I don't know. Right now, I'm just not believing. More with who? MJF? No, Adam Page. Oh. No. Yeah, Adam Page, MJF, no. I mean, I mean, is there any people he could feud with? I mean, I don't know. How can he? I'm just thinking, who can, can he leapfrog these other superstars? Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I want to. I, he can. Maybe Daniel Bryanson. Maybe they'll put him in there, but then I don't know how that would work right you now. Mean Brian, Brian Dan- Why are you calling him I Daniel Bryanson? It's Brian Danielson, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nah, dude. Well, you got your theories. I got mine, man. It's it's good to have different thoughts. We'll see, we'll see how this scenario goes. Maybe we're fucking both wrong. But I feel like that would be the best way to uh to end up at double or nothing. Um I mean, if you if you think it's better to have Adam Cole running the company <laughs> with as the as the champion, um, I'm gonna call you a liar, sir, because Adam Cole to me is not gonna is he's not gonna carry this company on his back. It's hard enough for Adam Hangman Page, and I feel like Adam Hangman Page had way more of a following than Adam Cole. They were all pumped about Adam Hangman Page. Everybody was. Now, not too many people saying shit. Yeah, it's kind of bland. <laughs> I think it's just bland. I think people are still upset that hey, really he had to beat he had to beat him in that, you know, fucking they had to go through that sixty minute match. Then they had that judges con or that judges match. I don't know. I think people are still kind of meh about it. Yeah, no, no. The, well the second I mean his matches are good. I'm not taking it away from oh, that. Of course. I just feel like you gotta have that full package and I feel like MJF has that full package, dude. He he wrestles like a fucking pro. He obviously can talk on the mic better than anybody in professional wrestling right now. So um, just to throw this out there, yeah, I was like wondering what's the return date for Omega. It says up the up in the air, but then it says March. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's coming right back for the title. Nah, well, we'll see where they go with this. Are we doing? Are we doing fucking rematch clauses? In, in I don't AEW? think he's getting the rematch. They want to be so different. I don't than think, fucking like WWE. I said, who's taking over the elite since he's been gone? I mean, Adam Cole's been the one, you know, on top. Yeah, and I think that that's what it's going to lead to. So maybe Adam Cole goes against uh, Adam Hangman Page in the fucking in Revolution, like I said. And guess who comes back? Kenny Omega costs Adam Cole the fucking match. There you go. There's your feud. Okay, you said because of all that BTE shit that happened. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna they're gonna find out that fucking you know he's he the the whole the young bucks and the elite are gonna turn on Adam Cole. Adam Cole's going babyface by the end of fucking 2022, guarantee. Hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I do see them going face eventually this time of the year. He's going to become Budge. Budge. <laughs> He's going to join the dark. Oh, hell no. Come on now. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember, don't listen to this guy, people. This is the same guy that liked the librarian. <laughs> Dude. Fucking Dude, classic. that's what. <laughs> anyway, we ran way too long talking about AEW tonight, man. You guys enjoy the rest of this show. We got what if coming up next. Yo, welcome to the first ever live pro wrestling shoot. How are you guys doing tonight? Man, this is going to be a little bit different. You know, uh, we've all seen across the globe, Mr. Uh, Chris Williams. Oh, fucking drill talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to do something a little different tonight, man. We're going to go ahead and do a little bit of shooting. And we're going to talk about the greatest wrestling promotion around today. And that is AEW. 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 Fuck yeah, man. So Chris Williams wants to sit here and run his mouth every single day about us on his little trill talk. He wants to get his little network butt buddies to come in here and fucking help him sneak in segments to the fucking show. I ain't having it no more. How about you, James? Yeah, dude. This this Chris Williams guy, literally you can hear the crowd laughing at his stupid ass. This is just a joke. Like, come on, network. I can't believe you guys are kissing his ass. Like, how Man, is how this you... guy the star? <laughs> he ain't no damn star. How do you guys like to see us take over some more Trill Talk? Yes. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, I'm going to talk about what really matters, and that's the pro wrestling shoot. How are you doing tonight, guys? Let's get this shit rolling, man. First of all, could you believe that Royal Rumble, man? That Royal Rumble was probably the worst Royal Rumble that I've seen in years. I, I can't even remember a Royal Rumble that sucked that bad, dude. No wonder why it's $10, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they even sell that shit for $10 on the Peacock Network. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad for NBC. Yeah, WNBC, man. Mr. fucking Bobby Lashley. Lashley. So we, we, we put the strap on Bobby Lashley after we already took it off him. Man, WWE's a fucking joke, bro. It literally is. Man, you know who they need? You know what really would have popped this Royal Rumble, man? I'm talking Kenny Omega. You guys give me Kenny Omega, man. Kenny Omega is dominating this shit. There, it's, it's no question, man. It's no question. Yeah, you wonder why they don't have no stars in WWE. You have to bring UFC stars, part-timers. Bro, just bring AEW stars. That would have been popping. That would have showed you who, how to make a star. Yeah, absolutely, man. I can't believe that these guys want to sit here and talk about, oh, we're opening the forbidden door, and all, the, all we got is fucking Mickey James. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mickey fucking James. Like, I mean, that's great and all, you know, that's all great. But if you would have had AEW in this thing, man, them ratings would have been booming. Can you imagine Monday Night Raw the next night? Oh, my goodness. That would have been top notch, man. I'm talking, we're talking 5 million viewers again. I, WWE just drops the ball all the time, man. You would have, If you would have had Cody Rhodes in there, man, Cody Rhodes, one of the best 
AEW performers out there. Let me hear it for Cody Rhodes. Man, I can't believe that we wasted all this time to get Brock Lesnar at number 30 in the Rumble. You know, that's Man. what they love at AE. That's what they love at WWE, those big, beefy boys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, Chris Williams like, likes him a couple men slapping meat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that, that's what Chris Williams is all about. Man, we're going to shut this trail talk down. I just want you guys to know that we are going to be live. Portland, Oregon, February 20th for Roseland 2. Come down, tickets still available, standing room only though, because you know your boys are popular and ain't like Chris Williams. Probably fake crowd noises like his company he enjoys. Yeah, they're fake ass crowd noises all the time, man. You know, you know with Roseland, we're fucking sold the fuck out. Trill talk, he's handing over tickets, man. He's handing, handing tickets, tickets, tape delay, you name it. It's not even live. Not even live, man. Mr. Five Take Chris Williams. I can't believe this guy, man. He, he's come on here and he's embarrassed us long enough. He went and he ruined their fucking award show. He came in. This motherfucker didn't even. We, so we had, let me tell you something. We had a meeting with the network. All right. This motherfucker couldn't even show up to the network. He's got his grunting ass Bob over there. Doesn't even say a fucking word. Tripping all over himself and shit. I mean, Bob tried to chase us out of one of his trip talks one time, broke the boy's arm. It's probably why he ain't even got a speech. Yeah, later it's just... Mm, mm, that's just maybe his call of, hey, save me, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who Chris likes to associate himself with. Obviously, those big boys so he can slap his meat against them. But other than that, man, you know, he, 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 this motherfucker doesn't even show up to the meeting. This guy... Comes in on a Zoom call. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, he can show all the way to hell, all the way to Buffalo, but not even for a meeting? Are you serious? I mean, have you heard this guy's trill talks, man? This guy is so fucking ballin', he can't even afford a good goddamn microphone to come on here and entertain the people. He Don't ain't nothing like the pro wrestling shoot, boys, I'm telling you. And don't get I mean, me started on his music. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that, man, this Trill Talk music that's about to drop, man. <laughs> if there's ever been an itch in the ear for the music company, I'll tell you that much. It's, it, it, it's about to get real ugly for you guys. <laughs> it's not going to be good, man. It's like but I'll tell you what, old, man. Let's, let's talk a little bit about our favorite promotion, All Elite Wrestling. So AEW last week had a match with, supposedly had a match with MJF and, and CM Punk. CM motherfucking Punk, dude. Finally getting his match. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But it's all right, though. We're going to get it one time. We're, we're, we're going to get it at some point. You know what I'm saying? I can't look for, I, I can't wait to, to see uh, Revolution and what Revolution has in store. How about you, James? Dude, Revolution's gonna kick Royal Rumble's ass. Absolutely, man. 
Well, that's that's enough from us, man. Like I said, you guys can catch us over at uh, Roseland, February 20th. You know, you got your boy James, you got your boy Jesse, you got your boy Brian Williams, and the rest of the Pro Wrestling Shoot crew. I'm Jesse, he's James, and we're fucking out of here. First of viewers of WCW Monday Nitro on Monday, May 27, 1996, it was a seemingly throwaway match. Steve Dole, who had made a name for himself as part of Well Done, as Steve Dunn, earlier in his career, was competing against Robert Parker's The Muller. In a match between the two wrestlers that had zero momentum, its initial booking in the first place didn't make much sense to the average viewer, but it soon would. Before the match ended, a tall man with slicked back, dark hair, and a denim vest strolled casually through the WCW crowd and jumped the barricade. And after the initial shock of a fan seemingly enter the ring area, it became apparent this was no ordinary fan. It was WWF superstar Razor Ramon, later known as Scott Hall, who had last been seen in a WWF ring at the previous month's pay-per-view, WWF In Your House, Good Friends, Better Enemies and a loss to the somewhat recently debuting Vader. Only eight days earlier, he was on the card for the WWF in New York City at Madison Square Garden, where he competed against Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What was going on? Why was the bad guy interrupting the flagship wrestling program for WWF's chief rival, WCW, barely a week after competing for WWF in its home field? You people, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here he said after acquiring a microphone. Where is billionaire Ted? Where is the nacho man? That punk can't even get in the building. Me? I go wherever I want, whenever I want. And where, oh where, is Scheme Gene? Cause I got a scoop for you. When that Ken doll look-alike, when that weatherman wannabe comes out here later tonight, I got a challenge for him. For billionaire Ted, for the nacho man, and for anyone else in here. Hey, you want to go to war? You want a war? You're going to get one. And with that, the first major bombshell was dropped in what would soon become the Monday Night Wars. In the days before the internet was as prevalent or accessible as today, the world of wrestling fans was full of questions. Things like contracts and their expirations weren't generally wide known for most viewers. They had no idea that Razor Ramon, or rather the man who portrayed Razor Ramon on WWF television, Scott Hall, had given his 90-day notice three months prior to avoid his contract from rolling over when it expired the week before his WCW appearance. Outside some forum users and tape traders, most fans were unaware of the infamous curtain call. The moments after Razor and Triple H's bout at Madison Square Garden, where Triple H beat Hall, that saw the click, Razor, Diesel, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels break the kayfabe wall and unite in a group hug, with Razor Ramon saying goodbye to the bad guy, rather than his traditional say hello to the bad guy. The lines between reality and fiction have been blurred, far more than fans of the mid-1990s were used to since Vince McMahon had admitted it was all just sports entertainment in recent years. He was still talking like Razor Ramon. He still looked like Razor Ramon. Is it really Razor Ramon? 
And did WCW know he was coming into the building? Two weeks later, the intrigue furthered when former WWF world champion Diesel joined Scott Hall in the ring, creating the Outsiders, who asked WCW broadcaster Eric Bischoff, so this is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective, play. We ain't here to play. And thanks to the apparent hostile invasion of two of WWF's top stars of the new generation, the following week's episode of WCW Monday Nitro on June 17, 1996, became the first time that Nitro would beat WWF's flagship program, Monday Night Raw, in the ratings. As the story continued to unfold, leading to Hulk Hogan being the third man and the creation of the New World Order, NWO, WCW would beat the WWF every Monday for 83 straight weeks, shifting the balance and power for the first time since the mid-1980s, a decade previously. Today, we take a look back to see if what if Scott Hall never invaded WCW. Maybe he kept his career in the WWF. Maybe the longevity of the bad guy would have went a little bit further, possibly becoming the WWF world champion, possibly never creating an NWO. Maybe WCW would have been bought out earlier. Maybe we wouldn't have seen stars such as Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock rise to the top what if if yeah so today we're talking about what if scott hall never invaded the wcw uh normally we take a different approach on these what ifs um i'm gonna kind of throw it through a loop here and actually book a straight what if <laughs> scenario and i'm gonna straight fantasy book this whole thing uh how do you feel about that james yeah pretty much put it like you know the WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2000, I think six or seven with the GM mode. That's practically our vision. Like we're the, you know, we're going to be in Razor Ramon's shoes and go from there and direct it of how we're going to go and direct his uh, journey besides um, without going to WCW. Yeah, man. So obviously we know the back history of, of the whole NWO and Scott Hall starting out and and eventually bringing in Kevin Nash and then Hulk Hogan being the third man. We're going to talk about what if none of that ever happened. So and I'm going to start it off, man. We're going to we're going to talk uh Scott Hall never um getting a bigger offer from WCW or possibly Vince McMahon offering more money than Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff. Scott Hall stays on as Razor Ramon. He eventually goes on to uh, win more titles, which leads to uh, Diesel not moving along as well. The DX never forms. NWO is never a thing. But what if we got the click in WWE? Eventually... We get we get Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Razor Ramon, and Diesel, and possibly the One Two Three Kid coming in as the Click. Later on in 1997, Stone Cold Steve Austin never gets as big as he does, and WCW doesn't beat WWE in the ratings for 83 weeks. How's that for a good start? I was actually going to say the same similar 
uh, scenario with the click and uh yeah those two razor ramon diesel don't go over and quite frankly probably just stay that character never change the transition over to kevin nash and scott hall we eventually get uh stone cold in the mix but i don't think he's as big because the click is just running wild and and basically doing a dx style of gimmick but of course dx wasn't a thing so all we got was the click and then we have these five basically your wwe version of the nwo running wild doing the same thing as they would in wcw taking over eventually uh I, I, I don't want to say eventually because I don't think that they would have added more members. So we're just going to say that they didn't add more members. It's just the five because it is the click and it, it doesn't get out of control like NWO did in uh, WCW because, you know, politics and everything didn't really work there. We get the click versus the heart foundation. Ooh, where do you go from there? I mean, that's a, that's a good way that you explained it. I was going to do the same similar thing. Two tag teams forming between the group. One, two, three kid going his direction and winning the European title. And I'll throw in a little mix somewhere in there that China gets involved. And she wins the women's title. And they're just like the collegiate version of the NWO, but no more members after that. I like that. I like that. I like that, definitely. So eventually Stone Cold Steve Austin finds his way running up and doing the Austin 316 gimmick. But we do not see Stone Cold Steve Austin versus McMahon. We don't see that. Vince McMahon stays behind the scenes. We The, the Mr. McMahon character is never born in this scenario. Uh, instead, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin going up against the click and facing all odds. Instead of the corporation, it's the click. How do you think about that? Yeah, I think that would be a better fit. Austin was very... You know, belligerent, he didn't give a rat's ass of who was in front of him. He'll take down any group. He went through, He went towards DX. He went towards the NWO. He went towards everybody. So it's just frankly him versus the world, the clique, if you will. So I like where we're going with this. Eventually, they become uh, an alliance with WWE trying to take out the clique. Same scenario as you would have had in the NWO, except, you know, we only have the six members in the clique. So we, we get an alliance formed in the WWF at the time with Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock coming up fresh out of the Nation of Domination, turns face early, joins up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and now we have a, a mini tag team and they're looking to recruit. We eventually see The Undertaker join. We eventually see Bret Hart join. And we eventually see... Owen Hart join. What do you think about that? We got our we got ourselves a Survivor Series match. And I think that's the perfect way. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way. You got Brett, you got Owen, you got The Rock, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin. What was the other one? Owen Hart. Owen Hart. So it's five on five, right? Did I name off five? Let's see. Brett, Owen, Austin, Rock. Taker. Taker. I could dig that one. I could dig that one. So it's WWF versus the click. The click eventually wins. Uh, and and that, that leads to Austin and the Rock feuding and not getting along. Um, as per WWF booking, can they coexist? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they cannot. So after they couldn't coexist with the rock being in his ways, he goes on to uh, greener pastures, so to speak, and he ends up going against Shawn Michaels, a match that we did not get to see coming into WrestleMania 14. I like it. It's a different take. You got Shawn versus The Rock instead of Austin in that picture. And uh, I would say eventually The Rock is the one that dethroned Shawn. Dethroned Shawn. We don't get Mike Tyson in the mix on this one. And Shawn Shawn, uh, still battling his demons because if his friends are around, he's still doing uh, stupid stuff, unfortunately. Um, I can't I can't paint it in a different picture just because I can't imagine <laughs> it. But um, actually, I can paint it in a different picture. Fuck it. This is my what if. I'm going to paint it. Sean is doing it's pretty our version. good. He's healthy. You know what I mean? We get Shawn Michaels for many, many more years uh, leading up to uh, The Undertaker, even in a later scenario. Except it's not Shawn Michaels that, that's going after the streak. Instead, it's Diesel. Hmm. Trying to see who would be well. Yeah, I would say Diesel's the perfect fit. Tall guy, Undertaker. I would probably go with that mix. This is still early on. Obviously, we didn't even know the streak existed here, but Diesel would still get his earlier shot, even though we've seen Diesel in a WrestleMania match against the Undertaker. It is better um, to see him later on in 1998 against The Undertaker after uh, The Rock dethroned Shawn Michaels. Uh, We start moving up different people in the clique. Triple H ends up going after the title. What do you think about that? Triple H and The Rock in 1998. I like that. I like that where that's going. And uh, Sean's just over there dicking around, but he's there present. Um, eventually, those two go at it, and The Rock gets another one over on this time, Triple H. And now things are getting tense between Sean and Triple H. So, as we all remember, in reality, Triple H became the head of Degeneration X and the head of Evolution. Well, this time we have a healthy Shawn Michaels who didn't take a hiatus. So when Triple H finally beats The Rock at WrestleMania in 1998, tensions start to build between the clique. And then the clique makes makes its move to turn on Triple H, forcing us into a match in 1999 at WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H for the title. I could dig that. That that is a very great scenario. Sean in the heel position, Triple H on the face position. Don't think we've ever saw that at a time. No, completely different. But instead, completely different. Mm-hmm. Instead, evil rises to the top. The cream rises to the top, brother. Triple H loses the title against Shawn Michaels. Same scenario that we've seen with Triple H and Randy Orton. Um. We eventually get uh, heel Shawn Michaels, as as always, with his uh, bodyguard, so to speak, Diesel, and Razor Ramon, and the 1-2-3 kid, who is probably going to be 
renamed at this point once he's in the click. Um, I don't think he would still be called the one, two, three kid, but I'm not going to make up a name for him today. <laughs> we all know him as X-Pac. I don't think he's going to be X-Pac in the scenario because D-Generation X what? wouldn't be uh, a thing. Maybe click Pac. <laughs> Who fucking click knows? Pac. Click Pac. <laughs> Maybe six. Just, Maybe he would just be six. Sean Waltman. We'll just go Sean Waltman on this. Yeah, I like go six better. Him. Sean Waltman's kind of, like six? kind of a pussy name. so you got these four teaming up against uh triple h which eventually leads to stone cold steve austin joining the alliance once again and um trying to form a tag team with triple h and the undertaker and now before uh before wrestlemania in the in 2000 we have SummerSlam, and we get one of my favorite matches, the trios match. You got the click versus Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. You know, okay, we can go from there. And then from uh, from my picture, winner takes all match. Winner takes all the belts. Um Sean is obviously the champion. You got Diesel and uh, Razor as the tag champs, and the winner takes all. Free for all tornado, tornado match. All right, not who, your normal who you, tag. Who you have winning in that. And this is SummerSlam, so we're going to end it with a. I'm going to go with the evil side winning once again. Good pick. Good pick. I would say moving forward, um, the Royal Rumble's coming up. Triple H wins the Royal Rumble. He gets his match again versus Shawn Michaels, wins the title at WrestleMania, and then Stone Cold comes a knocking and saying, you remember when you needed my help? It's time to pay up. We get our match with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H for the title at Backlash. And who comes to help Stone Cold in this match? That's right. The Click. Stone Cold Steve Austin joins the Click and wins the title. The biggest swerve in wrestling. (laughs) What do you think about that? (laughs) I actually like it the way it's a lot of thought process. It's uh, different scenarios. You get unbelievable matches that we've never seen. Um you get it like it's like Evolution 2.0, the NWO 2.0. It's a good way. If they would have stuck with the click and Vince would have never had his problems with them, that would have been dope. Very awesome. Absolutely, man. I think this is a, a different way to look at how WWF history would have been. Of course, you know, this is all off the cuff and off the off the mind and just making stuff fun and doing our what if scenarios, but this is a straight fantasy booking scenario. Why not Austin in the click? <laughs> Why the fuck Right. Not? Right. Now, I wonder if we have it. Do we have it eventually in the picture of Razor or Diesel ever going after the world title? I would like to see Razor Ramon in that scenario. And I think that we're getting there. Stone Cold joins the click. Things aren't working out because he's the new, the new guy in town, right? Egos are flaring. 
Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't really get along with anybody, don't trust anybody. And uh, the click isn't really working out for, for good old Stone Cold. Razor Ramon steps into the picture and wants to take on Stone Cold for the title at Judgment Day. We get the title match. Special guest referee, Shawn Michaels. And in this crazy match scenario, it goes back and forth. Steve Austin, Razor, you got Sean being crooked ref going towards obviously working with Razor. And eventually down the line, shenanigans happens. Sean gets knocked out at one point. Another ref comes in and Austin steals a victory. Yeah, and actually I want to swerve that just a little bit. Um, as a special guest referee, Sean Michaels ends up turning on Razor Ramon. There's your shenanigans right there. And this story isn't going to end well for Razor either because this is this is rounding to 2001 where some of these wrestlers just don't make it anymore. They're not uh, young bucks, no pun intended. Uh, Vince McMahon grows tired of Razor Ramon and he lets him go. Now that he's out of the click, he's no longer needed. Here's your future endeavors, pal. <laughs> and then drugs. What if? Damn! <laughs> That's a lot of brainstorming. If you've ever right? seen the actual What If show, or, well, not the What If show, but if you've ever read the What If comics from Marvel, which I know you fucking haven't, it never ends. <laughs> no. It never ends well. It never ends well. Every one of those fucking stories are all bad endings. They're all fucking bad. And nothing is good in that. The show um, depicted a good ending on each one of them. I don't know how season two is going to go, but on the end of season one, every single ending was always good. And that's why I think big Marvel fans like myself, Brian, Brian Williams and Graham Baker, um, we fucking hated it <laughs> because <laughs> it was supposed to be an unhappy ending and it just didn't happen. Well, that's what we're booking this. <laughs> what if this is going to be a fucking unhappy ending for Razor and this all could have been avoided had he just asked for that release <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting the Disneyland treatment with all the Disney movies. <laughs> if he would have taken the less, it, you know, because... Scott Hall and 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 Kevin Nash are very famous for saying it's all about the money, brother. It's all about the money. You're gonna pay me the money that I want, then I'm gonna work for you. It was it's never about the fun. Well, this bit Scott Hall in the ass because Vince McMahon offered him a higher deal than Ted Turner if he would have just taken that little deal and went over and tried his uh, feet with something else, then he would have been uh, still going. Later into the yeah. 2000s. Do you, if obviously with our booking, would you ever, did you ever even see him like as a world champ when you watched him? Absolutely. As Razor Ramon, I did. He was very over. As Razor Ramon, I definitely seen him as a world champion. 100%. Scott Hall, nah. Not yeah, so much Scott, Scott Hall, Hall because no. they weren't really, I mean, dude, it was kind of hard to see anybody in the world title picture besides people like Hulk Hogan, like anybody in the NWO, nobody was in the world title picture besides like Hulk Hogan, Sting, 
fucking Goldberg. You know what I mean? Kevin Nash eventually came. And then I think Scott Hall did get a title run, didn't he? He was the world champion in, in WCW once. But uh, let it me was, double it check was, that. It was too yeah. little too late at that point. He was. I, I, I do remember him being the world champ at one point. Yeah, he was very over, you know, very over as Razor Ramon with his iconic match with Sean in the ladder match. I know he had a couple of IC runs multiple times. Um, and I know another thing was he had some issues. I can't recall what it was on top of my head. He had issues like facing Goldust for the title once. Um, and uh, for WCW, he was... Snow. He was WCW World Television Champ. U.S. heavyweight champ, um, twice, seven-time world tag team champion with Kevin Nash, six times, once with the Giant, and he has World War Three under his belt. That's about it. Oh, he was never world champ, huh? He was never world champ. Well, I stand fucking corrected. The Google <laughs> he master. He was never. I would say the. <sighs> I could have so swore I remember book. him being the world champion in WCW. I guess I'm wrong. That shows you how much I uh, paid attention in WCW once it reached past 1999. <laughs> so, I think the thing I would change with our booking just a little bit. Let's go for obviously, it. tempers flare. Tempers flare between you know the click, and I think the world champs, like you said, were Diesel and uh, Razor. After after conflicting problems, you know, obviously, I think it was the Rock to beat Sean. Um, they have their problems and Sean and, um, Sean and Triple H actually face Razor and Diesel for the t- world, uh, tag titles and actually end up winning them. They eventually squash the beef, squash their beef and then focus their retaliation on Austin or I mean the rock. Okay. I can get with that. I mean, we had a lot of timeline uh, left in between all, yeah. the, all the matches that we did. Yeah. Book. So, yeah, absolutely. I can I can yeah. throw that in there. I'm trying to think, or I'm trying to think. I mean, how, the, what? regardless, it still has to end with, with Hall getting his papers of release. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We ain't booking this happy today. I don't give a fuck who cares. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think. Who did, uh, did Diesel, did Diesel work with Hall first, or I mean, Razor first, or was it Sean? I can't Diesel remember. Was it worked with Sean first? Sean first. Okay, I'm trying to think if you could put some sort of mix in there, like like Diesel wants to go back and forth, wants to go with Sean, wants to go with Razor, or maybe Diesel's the one that turns on. Maybe Diesel's the one that turns on Razor. Well, yeah, in between all of this, like bad booking, you know what okay. I mean? Like when uh, Scott Hall, you know, when the t- the tensions are flaring, when when Stone Cold Steve Austin joined the Click, of course you had. Uh, People split, you know, they, they were split on, on what they wanted to do. Um, you've seen a lot of that with evolution, you know what I mean? Back and forth yes, with, yes. Like, where they were kind of teasing the turn. Yeah. They were teasing the turn and, and then and they, they just turn didn't on. do it for the longest time. And then finally Randy Orton wins the title. There's the fucking turn. They, he gets the thumbs yeah. down from Batista dropped on his ass. So, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's sort of like the scenario, except Shawn Michaels puts himself as the special guest referee to ensure that the rest of the click members can stay level-headed, but when really it was Shawn Michaels with the bad intentions all along. Okay. I'm trying to think. Do we? I'm trying to think what picture we... I, obviously, I threw China on there. I'm trying to think where else you can insert her in at any point. Well, you can insert and her then, in a lot of this because you, she, yeah. she's obviously a, val- she she was was a valet for, for yeah. Triple H for 
many, many, many matches before she became an actual wrestler. And this is uh, 2001 that we ended this at. So 2001, she's probably a, a women's wrestler at this point. Yeah, and then we got one, two, three kid, and then you eventually change him to six. Yep. <laughs> um, I always like that name. You like six more? I like six, yeah. I thought it was cool. Okay. I liked it better than X-Pac. I like six-Pac better. Made more, yeah, made more thought, sense. Instead of X-Pac. I, I used to have one of those NWO shirts that had the six ball on the back. <laughs> you, yeah. And why am I not so surprised? I like I liked six, dude. I thought he was cool, man. I was real. I popped when he showed up to WWE. I mean, I was a fan. Yeah, no, I was a fan of his as one through one, two, three kid. Yeah, no, he was, mm. he was fantastic, man. He very underrated, very underrated. And he, you know yeah. what? He's in great shape today. Yes, so. he actually just went back to wrestling. Yeah, or yeah. he's actually going to that one show coming up. I thought we were going to see him in the Rumble, but that's besides the point. This is what if. <laughs> so what if Sean showed up in the Rumble? <laughs> that's that's our booking today, guys. That yeah. that is what we're going with. Um. Let us know what you think. I mean, this was literally <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, I'm sure there's holes in my booking, <laughs> but you know that's why I made that's why I stretched the timeline the way I did because um, I, I feel like you can use your imagina- uh, imagination to what could have happened in between this the story buildups to them. Um, like like you said, you know what I mean. There was a lot of timeline left in between that tensions flaring with the with the click. Um, Stone Cold is the new the new guy in town, and you know that doesn't really sit well. You know it happened in the NWO, Red and Black. Remember that? So yes. Um, now, is there any time that Hogan shows up, or does he just completely finish off? That's it for Hogan. You know, as is much as I would any- love to, uh, as much as I would love to throw Hogan into this, I'm gonna have to <laughs> yeah, leave him. Throwing, I'm gonna have to Hogan leave him out, brother. Everybody. I'm gonna have to leave him out, brother. Hulk Hogan stays red and yellow forever. We never get to see Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Hogan eventually becomes old and boring. Same with the Macho Man and everybody else who tried to keep their careers afloat with the NWO. We don't really see that anymore. They lose the war a lot earlier. Um, it's not a pretty sight. 2001 is when, uh, WCW was bought. Um, I would say that 2001 would still be bought. Um, but they got their ass kicked the entire way. And I don't see Hogan coming back to WWF television or WWE television. Still recording his crappy show. Hogan knows best. <laughs> I, I don't know. He might, he might've showed up later. Uh, he might have shown maybe up later, for, but, maybe for one-offs. But yeah, no Hollywood Hogan. You know, no, and, uh, Hollywood no Hogan. TNA treatment for Razor or uh, Diesel. No. no TNA appearances. Nope. No sir. Uh, Razor Ramon is officially retired. After he is released, he he goes to WCW. Doesn't make it. Um, they are bought out, and then there's nowhere else to go for Razor. It is. It okay. is uh, <laughs> a sad scenario. <laughs> But that's what we're going to leave it with. We're going to leave what if, in true what if fashion, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> does he Does he ever go in the Hall of Fame as just Razor? Does he ever go in the Hall of Fame as I would the Click? Him, I would put him in the Hall of Fame as as, as Razor Ramon. That's, what about the Click? 
Yep, the click goes in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yep. It's it, it's the okay. click instead of the NWO or Degeneration X. I'd say all six of them get inducted, including China. Um, and that's where Nash's quads make the Hall of Fame. Nash's quads. <laughs> yes, sir. Triple H's quads, too. What a recovery. Yeah. Nash, <laughs> event- Nash eventually retires after his quads blow up on him, and that's it. That's I think my favorite part of the story is that Mr. McMahon <laughs> is the one that is not the one that created the Attitude Era. The click is. The click creates the Attitude Era. No Mr. McMahon ever. No Stephanie and Hunter. No Stephanie and Hunter. No Stephanie storylines. You know, it was a whole different WWE. Yes, Taker eventually goes off on his old way feuding with Kane and goes on from there in the streak. Yep. Yep. I, 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 lots of stuff that you could fit in this timeline. There's so much you can fix with this. Yep. But yeah, I... But realistically, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, Razor was phenomenal. I think they, I don't know if he ever had a title. Did he ever get a world title shot? Nope. Ever in his career? Um, not, I don't, well, I don't know. I was fucking wrong about the WCW one. So why don't you pull it <laughs> look, up there, Mr. Look, Google? Yeah. yeah, all right. Let me look up Dave Meltzer. <laughs> um, let me see. You're fucking fired. <sighs> Well, Paul, I guess I'm joining you. Um, <laughs> Here's your release papers. Good luck in your future endeavors. Send my stuff in the trash bag. Um, let's see. Did he ever get a world title shot? I see. I it's the Intercontinental, Intercontinental, Intercontinental. I really don't think. Did he not ever get one? Nope. Oh, he got one on WCW, but that's that's yeah, WCW. The case. That that's was, a different. That yeah, I don't think he ever. Well, there you have it, man. This is that—that that is our what if for this week. We're running a little long on this segment, but let us know, uh, listeners. Please let us know if this is the way that you like your what ifs, or if you liked it the way that we did it before. Um, I have no problem doing it uh, either way. But if you liked it this way, then I got a fucking treat for you next week. Next week, what if the streak didn't exist? That's right. We're bringing some more depression to the pro wrestling shoot. Woo! <laughs> We're going to book The Undertaker right in, right into the fucking grave where he's thrown many, many stars before. <laughs> right into the berry bag. But if you right don't want to hear it this way, let us know. Uh, tweet us at uh, on, or on Twitter at TPWS Podcast. I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Bernard Jr. You guys can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go subscribe to our Twitch at the pro wrestling shoot and go subscribe to our YouTube. We're going to be doing live streams or just posting videos in general every Tuesday. They will be up for you. So, um, yeah, let us know if we're not live streaming Tuesday, we're posting videos Wednesday. Let's let's, I don't want to make any promises. So let's just put it that way. If we're, we will have a video for you every fucking week. How about that? (laughs) So go and subscribe to our YouTube, the pro wrestling shoot, Uh, We're going to be talking some video games here soon. Um, As we're talking right now, they're dropping some more WWE 2K22 news tomorrow. So, um, yeah, now you know when we're recording this. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we might have something for you, yeah, tomorrow. So it's not tomorrow your time that they're dropping the the WWE 2K22 news. It's, It's tomorrow our time. Let's just rephrase that. 
in a week's time, we will <laughs> in a week's time for us, we will have some news for you. But for you listening to this right now, it's tomorrow. I'm sorry, I just confused every fucking buddy listening to this. <laughs> anyway, go follow our shit. Go check You're out hard our, too. <laughs> go follow our uh, Twitter at TPWS Podcast and go check out our merch store, guys. It's in the description of this podcast. And please, please, if you think we've earned it, give us a five star review everywhere that you guys are listening to your podcast, preferably Spotify and and uh, Apple Podcast. Those go a long way for us. It does a great deal, and we appreciate every single one of you guys that listen to us every single week. Um, and we appreciate your feedback. Continue this feedback. Let us know if this is the way that you want your what ifs done from now on. We still got a few more weeks of this, guys, so we can change this all up and we can make this fun for everybody. If not, we can go back to the old school way or we can just fuck off in general. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, you guys have a fantastic week. Once again, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Bernard Jr. We'll see you next week right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot.